The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. To do the things we do every day, to love you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, welcome to uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. We just realized uh, we, we had a technical difficulty that was pretty easily fixed, but it took an engineer to come in here and plug it in. What was the problem? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't plugged in. I'm sorry, but who, you know, who I messed mean, up? The power was plugged in, but the machinery wasn't plugged into the the you know the system. Sure. So, so it's like just plugging it into a so wall. Just plugged it in. And, yeah. and I'm, again, I have mm-hmm. not heard specificity on who did what <clears throat> in that regard. Well, you know, I mean, you didn't do it. You didn't plug it in because I've <laughs> oh, no. been filling in for Glenn all morning. <laughs> that was my responsibility to plug it in. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Another horrific oh. shooting in Florida. Uh, man, you know the questions are are understandable. Why can't we stop this? Here's the reason. You won't address the real problems. That's why. The only thing you're addressing are guns. And uh, I I don't know if you think they're firing themselves. They're just going on these mass marauding shootings of their own accord. I, I I don't know. But troubled people are the problem. Why are they troubled? Why hasn't something been done for them? Why aren't we looking into mental health issues? Uh, I'm not a mental health expert. I'm not even sure what you do with them, frankly. But something has to be done, right? Some kind of mental health situation is the cure to this. Now, it seems like every shooter has been on antidepressants. Is it the antidepressant causing it? Like we said uh, uh, earlier on Glenn's show, the there is a problem there to begin with, and that's why they're on antidepressants. So, I, you know, you're not going on antidepressants if you're happy all the time and everything's fine in your life. But there are warnings on all of these commercials uh, that advertise antidepressants that they may cause suicide. Well, wait, what? Wait, I, I'm taking it so that that won't happen. You're saying it might be the cause of it? How about how about we look into things like um, desensitizing human life? How about we look into uh, why our kids don't seem to value human life at all? At all. I don't know. Is it video games? Is it is it playing a video game 12 hours a day? Killing, killing, killing. I, I don't know. Does that translate into real life? I think it did for at least one or two of the shooters. Uh, I think they kind of said, yeah, they played video games incessantly. They were obsessed with them. Now, that doesn't mean that caused it, but could it have contributed? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Should we look into the fact that as a society, as a society, we've completely ignored God. And when you talk about God, you're told to shut up, frankly. 
And it's gotten to the point where uh, people are so obvious about it now that they're mocking people who talk about praying for victims and families. Thoughts and prayers going out. You're not supposed to say that anymore, I guess, because it's ridiculous. Thoughts and prayers don't fix anything. You know, has our society gotten better or worse since the 1962 ruling on keeping God out of schools? I think it's gotten worse, frankly. Could that be a contributing factor? Yeah, it could. Is it? I don't know for sure. But maybe that's one of the things you look at. Yeah, we took God out of school and replaced him with school shootings. I don't know. Maybe. You know, we've got the uh, superintendent who came out and, and spoke today. And, I mean, obviously these guys are all emotional. And and uh, it's a really tough time to be talking about this, especially for people in Florida, in the community. And he said, now is the time we have to discuss common sense gun control. We hear that every time now. There's no time like now. And we're to- and they always say, we're told we can't talk about it now because we're too emotional. This is the only time you can talk about it. <laughs> I, I, we've got a Second Amendment. And uh, if you want to overturn the Second Amendment, then you need to talk about that. We need to bring that out into the open and discuss it. If, if, because the Second Amendment is pretty clear shall not be infringed the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed i mean that is as clear as anything in the constitution so if you want to infringe that if you want to impede that then you've got to overcome the second amendment and we need we need to talk about a new amendment to the constitution the 28th amendment which overturns the second yeah, have the guts to say it then, if that's what you want to have happen. But let's have that discussion. If you think you can win it, I guarantee you won't. So, there were a lot of warning signs with this guy. He was kicked out of school. He was described as troubled. He actually posted a video where he said, I'm going to be a professional school shooter. A guy saw that in a in Mississippi, a bail bondsman, uh, and he's he's a big YouTube guy. He saw the video and got a hold of the FBI. They called him back, but they never apparently talked to the shooter. Uh, the guy who saw the video where this kid said he was going to become a professional school shooter. He says, they came to my office the next morning and asked me if I knew anything about the person. I didn't. They took a copy of the screenshot. That was the last I heard from them. Yeah, and when he originally reached out to the FBI, he emailed them at FBI uh, at, uh, let's see, FBI mm. tips, oh, I'm sorry, tips at FBI.gov. It bounced back. So mm. this citizen said, you know what? I better call the local field office. That's why they showed up because he went the extra step when it bounced back and didn't just let it go. But apparently the FBI is the one that let it go. See something, say something. It's that, you know, he did. He saw something, he said something. And what happened? Nothing. You got to do something with it when we do say something. So there were a lot of warning things. The guy's been kicked off out of the school. Uh, he was banned from showing up with his backpack. He, I, I, The kids said they used to joke about 
he'll be the one to shoot up the school. All kinds of warning signs. All kinds of warning signs. And yet, he was still able to do it. He was still able to do what he did. Uh, it's uh, So what is the answer? 888-900-3393. I don't know what the answer is. I know it's not gun control. Because uh, there's there was gun control in Norway when uh, that psycho shot up ch- uh, school children and killed, was it 78? Uh, it was a lot. It was the worst mass killing in, in world history, if I remember correctly. At least it wasn't done by a government agency. <laughs> I mean, we all know... Uh, we all know that the worst mass shootings, the worst mass killings of all time have all been done by governments. Governments that have too much power. Uh, But we won't talk about that. Uh, So we have the lunatics all coming out. Here's a tweet from uh, Peter King, the sports guy, not the uh, congressman. He tweets, whoever says a gun didn't do this, a sick person did. Thoughts and prayers to all the families. Now is not the time to discuss gun control. Get lost. Get off my feed. You're not part of the America we need to strive for. Oh. Okay, so we need to strive for America that an America that doesn't pray. No one owns guns. And where we look for the right time to talk about uh, fixing issues. I see. Okay, that's... That's not an America I want to live in. Thank goodness I don't live in your America, Peter King. Uh, And then Stephen King, the author, (laughs) I got to find his tweet because it was unbelievable. He was responding to a tweet about MS-13. I'm going to have to find it because it's, Mm. (laughs) it's beyond belief how stupid Stephen King is. Uh, it is beyond belief. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, here's Shep Smith on Fox News, and I mean this should not surprise you because Shepard Smith is a liberal. He's like the token liberal at Fox News, and uh, he's not a conservative at all. He just happens to be on Fox News. Here he is list- listing off all the school shootings. There have been. 25 fatal active school shooting incidents at elementary and high schools in America. Columbine was April the 20th, 1999. 13 fatalities and more than 20 wounded. Also in 99, Deming High School in, in New Mexico. Buell Elementary School in Michigan. In the year 2000, Lake Worth Community Middle School, where one was killed in Florida. In 2001, Santana High School in California. In 2001, Red Lion Junior High School. In 2003, Ricori High School in Minnesota. In 2005, Red Lake High School in Minnesota. In 2005, Campbell County Comprehensive High School in Tennessee. In 2006, Essex Elementary School in Vermont. In 2006, Weston High School in Wisconsin. In 2006, West Nickel Mines School in Pennsylvania. In 2011, Millard High Schools, Millard South High School in Nebraska. In 2012, Chardon High School in Ohio. In 2012, Sandy Creek Elementary School in Connecticut. 
where 26 elementary school students and others were killed. In 2013, Sparks Middle School in Nevada. In 2013, Arapahoe High School in Arapahoe, Colorado. In 2014, Reynolds High School in Oregon. In 2014, Marysville High School in Washington. In 2016, Independent High School in Arizona. In 2016, Townville Elementary School in North Carolina. In 27, North Park Elementary School in California. In 2017, Freeman High School in Washington. In 2018, Marshall County High School just three weeks ago in Kentucky. And just, and today, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Broward County, Florida, in the town of Parkland, where many students and teachers and administrators have died today. We do not yet know how many. The 25th fatal school shooting since Columbine High School in America. Well, I mean, fatal school shooting is different than a mass shooting. Fatal school shootings can include gang violence, uh, suicides, all kinds of things. Uh, so that's it, it, you know maybe uh, maybe not a, an actual list of the school shootings of this type. I mean, stop being so disingenuous about it. Yeah, there's a problem. Absolutely, there's a problem. But let's deal with it honestly and realistically. Could we do that, please? And without hysteria. 888 If you're not properly maintaining your uh, your filters in ho- in your home, you're you're not only breathing unhealthy air, you might be doing a real disservice to your heating system and that could re- result in thousands in repairs or maybe replacing the whole thing. There's a great way to go, though, and it's called FilterBuy.com. It's America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. FilterBuy.com carries over 600 filter sizes. And if one of those doesn't fit your your system, they'll custom make one for you. These are all shipped free, so you don't pay any extra for the shipping. Within 24 hours, and they're all manufactured right here in America. They have uh, virtually every MERV option all the way up to hospital grade. So you know you're going to be removing the dangerous pollen and mold and dust and allergy-aggravating pollution from your from your air. And you can save 5% right now when you set up auto delivery. So you never need to think about when it's time to get your air filters again because they just show up at your door. So save money and save time and breathe better with FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh, we got the. Uh, this is really interesting because, man, they saw this guy coming from a mile away. The kids knew it. 
They joked about it. Uh, here's one of the students who said they knew the shooter in uh, alternative school and says he knew he had guns at home. He's been a troubled kid and he always had like a certain amount of you know issues going on. Uh, he shot guns because he felt that it gave him, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An, exhilar- an exhilarating feeling. Uh, I don't know how, how did you know about his guns? Um, he showed me personally through his phone and stuff like that. I was I, st- I stayed clear of him most of the time during uh, my time in an alternate school. I didn't want to be with him at all because I felt as though like mm. I didn't want to cause any conflict with him because it, he get, that's the impression he, he gave off. You knew that he had guns at home. Yes, I knew. I knew for the past two years that he had guns at home and that at any point you know if he wanted to, he actually he played around with the joke multiple times. You know he knows the layout of the school. He. He can actually go ahead and mm. pinpoint where all the students would be. If he, he's been in the drills multiple times, so he knows where to go. And here's a student who said, actually joked about the fact that he would be the one to shoot up the school. Honestly, a lot of people were, were, were saying that it was going to be him, stuff like that. We actually, we threw a lot of kids through jokes around like that, saying that he was going to be the one to screw up the school. But it turns out, you know, oh, everyone predicted it. It's, it's, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, he was on the third floor. He knows the school layout. He knows where everyone would be at as of right now. He, he's been in his own fire drills. He's prepared for this stuff. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, the FBI was alerted to him. The school knew about him. The kids knew about him. I, I, and you still can't prevent this? I, and you're going to blame the gun, though. It was the gun. <laughs> the government wants to be mm. the savior in this. Uh, well, more accurately put... The left wants the government to be the savior in all of this. And everything that could have been done was done. I don't understand. Tell you what, if you want to ban all the guns, prove to me that everyone has given up theirs. And then when that is all squared away, then I'll give up mine. Yeah, the thing is, there are 300 million guns in this country. Are you going to take them? Are you going to go door to door and take them all from people? That won't work out well. I guarantee you that. It won't work out well if that's what you want to do. And if, they, if you want to get rid of every single gun and destroy them, you know, like, uh, what is that song? Uh, the Woodstock song where the bomber jet planes are turning into butterflies above our nation and you take all the guns and explode them in space, uh, b- born, to, born to be wild, I think, from Steppenwolf. All of those 60s songs that were protest songs about, uh, about war and weapons and stuff. Let's just take all the guns and explode them in space and turn our bomber jet planes into butterflies above our nation. And then everything will be fine. Then we'll be wonderful. Well, except for the other nations will have weapons and we won't. <laughs> and that'll work out really well. So I, I don't I don't know what you do. I really don't. I there were this was as obvious a situation as you can possibly have. Where this kid was so troubled. The kids joked about the fact that he was one day going to shoot up the school, and then he did. The FBI was notified. What do you want? Somebody's got to take action here somewhere along the line to prevent this. You can't just say, hey, something's got to be done. Then people do the something that should be done, and then, and then the government agencies don't act on it. <laughs> uh, Gene in Washington, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning, guys. Hey. Um, actually, as a law-abiding firearms owner, I also I worked in a prison for 31 years, mm-hmm. and we and for quite a while we did um, active shooter drills, and 
you know, obviously every drill doesn't work for every situation. But primarily what they were saying was to be ready. You know, just be ready in general, aware of your surroundings and all that. Yeah. But um, if something happens, obviously try to get away from the area. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Get away from the area. Yeah. But if you're unable to, if you're absolutely unable to get out of the area, uh-huh. uh, hide, arm up, barricade, and fight if you have to. Wait, arm uh, up? What, arm up with what? Uh, anything you can find, dude. Okay. Anything yeah, to throw at them. You, right? you would consider to be an adequate weapon. Okay. You know, and what's adequate against firearms, of course, but... um. You know, yeah. what other choices are to do? Lay lay down and become a victim? That's about it, right? That's about yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. That's the two, you got two choices. <laughs> uh, you know, bar- barricade, get away from the area, obviously, but barricade, arm mm-hmm. up, fight, you know, is ones that occur to me. And uh, I, I grew up with guns, all kinds of them. When I was a kid, the, my dad had us out shooting and hunting and we were shooting 22s, just target practicing and stuff like that, you know, just to become mm-hmm. what he figured to be proficient with them and stuff and familiar. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, not just really for the hunting either, because he impressed upon us the, the aspect of defending ourselves. Right. Kind of a novel idea in this kind, day Kind of novel. But, um, yes. <laughs> That's right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gene. You know, the Second Amendment isn't about uh, hunting. And it's not even about necessarily being able to defend yourself in your own home. It's defending yourself against the government. That's what it's about. That's why the Second Amendment is in place. In case the government ever turns on the people, then we can do something about it. If you don't like that, I'm sorry. That's what the founders, that's what they were worried about. That's what they had uh, experienced. And that's what they were trying to protect against. Now, 240 years later, it seems like that's extreme because so far our government hasn't gotten to that point, but that doesn't mean it won't. So don't tell me that you don't need a certain type of weaponry because the Second Amendment is all about being able able to defend yourself against your own government. That's what it's about. Or an invasion for that matter. And either way, you're going to need serious weapons. You're going to need automatic weapons at that point. So, uh, let's not forget, let's not lose sight of what the Second Amendment is really about. I guess we're afraid to say it now, because then we'll be hammered for it. But that's what, that's what the intent was. And as afraid as everybody says they are on the left of Donald Trump, wouldn't you want to be armed in case he ever comes for you in the middle of the night? (laughs) I think so. Uh, It's It's amazing. We found this, uh, found the tweet from Stephen King that I was talking about. That I mean, it just makes you more stupid just to hear it. But I'm sharing it with you anyway because it is <laughs> unbelievable. It's fun. Rick Wilson wrote, Rick Wilson is uh, a Republican commentator, and he, uh, he was tweeting for some reason about MS- MS-13. And he said, you're a hell of a lot more likely to be killed in Florida by an opioid overdose than MS and MS-13. Um, and that's true. Now, you look, you look, mm-hmm. that his tweet, the time on it, was mm-hmm. really early in the day. Yeah, so it was before, before it was before, before this happened. Before the shooting. Before the shooting, so he tweets, Stephen King gets online. You're a hell of a lot more likely to be killed mm-hmm. in Florida by an opioid overdose than MS-13. So Stephen King then, after the shooting, tweets <laughs> this. 
Tell that to the parents of the kids who got shot in Broward County today, sport. <laughs> Wait, what? Were they yeah. killed by MS-13? Mm. No. Do you know what MS-13 is, Stephen? Stephen King believes MS-13 is a weapon, is a gun. <laughs> he thinks it's like an AR-15. It's just too, it's too less than an AR-15. AR it's an MS-13. Yeah. That is unbelievable. As, as long as we're talking about aggravating leftist celebrities after a tragedy, mm-hmm. it's like Pavlov's dog now for me. Whenever there's a mass shooting, I have to go to the Twitter account of Piers Morgan and just become angry at the man spewing his hatred for anyone that thinks differently than him on guns. We'll share that uh, coming up as yeah. well <sighs> on The Blaze. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Uh. Pat Gray is here. Mm-hmm. Triple Eight. 933.93. I'm going to say it again. How about desensitizing human life with uh, 62 million abortions since 1973? Mm. How about desensitizing human life through all the Hollywood uh, movies where, you know, hundreds of people are killed in some cases? Uh, the bloodbath that you see in movies, the bloodbath that you get in video games, I, I don't know if those are a contributing factor. There are some psychologists who think they are. But maybe it's one of the things we should we should talk about. Certainly abortion is. If you're teaching our kids that human life doesn't matter, in fact, it's not even human life. We don't even know that it's a human being that's growing inside your body. I don't know what that is. Who knows? What are you telling what are you telling people? So don't come to me with your with your gun nonsense and say that I don't want to do anything. I just want to do the right thing. That's what I want to do. Uh, and I know that the guns are not responsible for the killings. That much I know. So maybe we should deal with the people and uh, what what is happening inside of them. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Alice in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi. A person who has traditional morality to inform my thinking and not to mm-hmm. antidepressants. The meds for me are a tool that helps me to get the sadness out of the way so that I can function better. Mm-hmm. But if you, but I think if you take sadness away from a person who has no moral core in the first place, they're just going to do awful stuff and then feel less bad about it. Do you understand what, I, what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's all I have to say. Okay. I, I mean, it, and, and our hands are tied because we're not allowed to address people's moral thinking anymore. Right. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, that is, that's for sure. Appreciate it. Thanks, Alice. In fact, quite the opposite. We're making fun. We're mocking people with a moral compass now. We're mocking people with a spiritual foundation. If anybody says thoughts and prayers now, you're, you're an idiot. You're a moron. We don't want to hear about it anymore. Uh, we're going to play in a little while this guy who uh, is running for the Senate, I think in Tennessee, and he just put out this mocking video about thoughts and prayers after the shooting. Uh, it, it's it's pretty amazing. 
And then you're running for office when you're mocking, I don't know, 80 or 90% of your constituents, your potential constituents. Pretty amazing. Uh, Chris in Michigan, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I was sitting here listening to you guys, and, and you mm-hmm. said that, uh, you know, we need to prevent these guys somehow from doing this, especially when we have a guy like this that everybody said was the guy that was going to do it, and he even posted on this. Facebook mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. that he wanted to be a professional school shooter. Yes. But what 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 do you do? I mean, well, you investigate the FBI, him. Like, the FBI at least gets a hold of him, right? Okay. I mean, so, but do you jail the guy because he simply said? No, no, you don't jail the guy. No, Un- unless but, you find that he's got illegal weapons once you show up at his house, then you can jail the guy. But, However, right, you at so least talk the, to him. House. You at least talk to the guy, right? So he knows that well, you're on to him. So that there's some sort of deterrent there. You don't just ignore the fact that he said he's going to become a professional. What are, what are you suggesting? That you don't do it? You don't even, you don't stop by and say hi to him? No, no, I'm not suggesting okay. that at all. I, I just don't think that there's a way to prevent these that way from from a standpoint of, of violating people's rights, you know, as far as, look, you know, I'm using rights, uh, you know, quotations here, but... Uh, as far as looking at meds people are taking and stuff, I think the way that you're going to solve these is by arming more people. You know, that's that's the only way you're going to take these people out. It's it's. Um, so, are you talking about that. are you talking about teachers uh, or well, just? I think, yeah, absolutely, I think yeah. all of them should be armed. I, I think that's the only way you're going to deter people from yeah. doing it. I, I mean, you hear about all these people that I, don't go. I think they, that's they definitely something we should talk about, Chris, but when you mention that, the left goes absolutely stark, raving nuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, they smart. they will go uh, they will go ape crap on you if you if you suggest arming teachers at school. Uh, but I I don't think that's a bad idea, frankly. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Chris. And I'm not saying they should have jailed this guy. I'm saying they should have definitely looked into him. And they didn't. They just, they didn't bother with any of it. They just, they called the guy who sent them the report. Uh, they took a screenshot of what he had and they were done. Well, you don't, you don't at least get a hold of the kid and say, hey, we saw that you put on your Facebook post or you, or you posted on YouTube that you were going to become a professional school shooter. Are you serious about that? Is there some kind of problem here? Uh, do you have illegal weapons in your home? I don't know. Ask a few questions. Yeah. What? Remember the uh, the Texas uh, church shooting? Mm-hmm. What was the uh, Air Force error that allowed the uh, Texas gunman to buy weapons? Um, they had flagged him, right. and and then he was still able to buy weapons. Yeah, because they um, didn't do anything with it. It, it. It's like we are giving the tools to the government that that they're requesting, and they're doing nothing, or they're screwing it up. So I don't know how mm-hmm. depending on another government solution is going to fix future incidences like this. Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's madness. So we, we're doing everything that we're asked to do, and, and we're setting up these systems, and they're just ignored. Yeah, I know. Uh, as for arming teachers, uh, I'm, not, you know, I'm not opposed to talking about that. Uh, you know, definitely armed security at schools and then potentially arming teachers. Uh, there's going to be a lot of teachers who won't want to, who won't do that. First of all, if you're going to arm the teachers, you got to make sure they know how to use the the gun that they're armed with, right? And so 
that's a pretty big proposition as well. But if if some of those teachers, like the the coach or whatever, had been armed, they could have put this guy down immediately. Jim in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, guys. Appreciate hey. everything you're doing. This is your armadillo, buddy. <laughs> hey, um, as president of Put On Your Armor, I've seen 2 million kids. There's an answer here to follow up with Chris. We could arm somebody, but let's arm them spiritually and get chaplains into these schools. Every place in America has a chaplain, marketplace chaplain, including our army, except our schools. And then if we want to train them to be armed, that would be fantastic. A chaplain could have found this guy. He could have worked with him. He could have sent him somewhere. And now we can control the narrative. We no longer have to say you've kicked God out of school. That's a lie. You can pray in school. Everybody knows you can pray. It's just not... We don't want teachers leading it. So now let's control the narrative, guys. I like that. No, I like that. Um, The left won't like that, but I I do. (laughs) I do. Uh, Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult because no matter what you say that doesn't involve gun control, the left is going to scream in your face. Uh, It's not not effective. It's not going to help. We got to get the guns. There's got to be common sense gun control. You hear the same thing every single time this happens. And then you hear other people uh, say, well, in a free society, this is just going to happen. I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's the right uh, train of thought either. You can't just throw your hands up and say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. It's just going to happen. So somewhere there's got to be an answer here. And I don't, I'm not sure what the definitive answer is. You know, Rick Scott said today, we want to make sure this never happens again. Florida governor is going to make sure it never happens again. How? Well, you can't. You can't make sure this never happens again. But you could definitely take certain steps. And you, But you don't want to just take any steps because that's what the Democrats want to do. So we've got to do something. Something has to be done. I'm tired of not doing anything. We've got to do something. Why don't we try to focus on doing the right thing? Because we never talk about that. What is the right thing? And it, it's probably some kind of comprehensive plan. It's probably, it probably involves, you know, uh, counseling. Maybe through some faith leader with people who are troubled. It probably involves arming more people. Certainly security guards, if not teachers. Uh, It might involve discussing the desensitizing of human life in our society. And why it doesn't matter one iota to any Democrat or anybody on the left that we've killed 62 million babies... And that's the wrong signal to send uh, to a civilization. Yeah, do it. Do whatever you want with uh, the baby groaning inside you, because that has nothing to do with your body, with somebody else's body. That's your body, really. There's a completely separate DNA in there. Yeah, don't even worry about that. If I want to flush that for my life, I can. All right. Well, what does that say to everybody? That says human life doesn't matter. In fact, it says it might not even be human life. That's what we're told now by the left. So we've got to, uh, we have to address mental health in some way. Um, we have to address faith in some way. 
Uh, there's got to be some counseling element. And maybe, yeah, maybe you do need to arm more people, especially around a, a, a school zone. School zones can't be gun-free zones because we all know they're actually not. When a person like this comes into the school zone with a gun, uh, it's no longer a gun-free zone because he's got one and he's willing to use it. So you better have somebody else with a gun so they can use it on him. I I I love all the suggestions from uh, from the authorities now, where you need to uh, get away from the area, as we were told by uh, one of our callers. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let me just get away from the area. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy shooting at me. How am I going to get away from the area? Oh, here we go. Hold on. Rocky with an eye just tweeted mm-hmm. out, I work for a company with an active shooter plan of avoid, deny, defend. Avoid the avoid. shooter when you can. Okay, good, good. Deny the shooter access to your location. No, yeah. All right. So barricade yourself into some place. Defend yourself by any means necessary. By any means necessary. So in other words, defend yourself would be the third of three on this list. Whereas if you're carrying, that could be your first line of defense. Yeah. I always go back to the the woman that has written and spoken about it many times. She was at the um, she was the school shoot, uh, not the school shooting, the restaurant shooting in Lubbock. Yeah, Remember Lubies. that yeah. at Alubies, mm-hmm. it was Alubies, and I think twenty six people were were murdered by this guy. She was a concealed gun owner, uh, but it was in her purse in the glove box in her car because the Lubies didn't allow her to bring it into the place of business. I thought that was even Texas law back then. It might have been Texas law and, back and then. And that is yeah, just astonishing. It is. And she was good. She was trained. She had a concealed weapon. She could have taken it out. She, was, she had a table in front of her to protect her. And she actually reached for her purse and realized, it's a gun's in, my, in the car. Mm-hmm. She could have shot the guy in the head and put him down before he killed anybody else. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's a, that is definitely something we need to think about, talk about, and, <laughs> and, and have a serious discussion on. People need to understand that when you go to a store, and I'm going to just speak for Texas, okay? You go to a store, you are surrounded by good citizens that are carrying weapons without you ever knowing. Oh, yeah. We can control oh, yeah. ourselves. Mm-hmm. This lady, in the course of 12 minutes, I'm talking about Lubies now, I'm reading this here on Wikipedia, 12 minutes this massacre took place in 1991. That's a long time. 23 people died, 27 were wounded. 50 people's mm-hmm. lives were affected and the people that they love because mm-hmm. this lady did uh, not have access to, to her gun. Her gun, And she lost her, I think, both her parents in the shooting. Didn't she? She at least one of them was shot right in front of her and yeah. killed. Um, and so really tragic. So another one of the suggestions is throw something at them, <laughs> which is fine, I guess, uh, because maybe you'll, you know, when he's ducking, maybe you could then run at him. I don't know. But uh, it'd be a lot better if you had a gun. Uh, and you, you throw a bullet at him that's coming mm-hmm. at him at 500 miles an hour. So um, multiple bills ended up on the desk of then-Democratic Governor Ann Richards, which would allow people uh-huh. to carry their weapons. Uh-huh. Um, she vetoed all those bills. Oh, good gosh. And then uh, when George W. Bush came along, he signed one into law. No wonder. 
So, Ann Richards, uh, thank you. Thanks for that. Of course, she's gone now, so you can't really thank her. Maybe you thank her daughter, um, who just left Planned Parenthood and uh, uh, oversaw the death of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of babies at the hands of her agency. I never knew Cecile was her daughter. Yeah, Cecile's her daughter. Yep. Mm. Yeah, great family. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Cosmo hurts kids. Uh, the founder of this movement is Victoria Hurst, and she just believes that uh, Cosmo contains pornography, which is harmful to children. So she doesn't want to censor the magazine or put it out of business. She just wants states material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmo, like it is other forms of porn. Then you can't sell it to anybody under eighteen. So they come into a convenience store or a grocery store and they want to buy Cosmo and read those fabulous articles about all the sex toys you can use and the ways to pleasure each other and whatever. They can't if they're under 18. If they're 18 or older, fine. You know, that's that's their choice. But she believes, as I do, we should take a stand against pornography, pornography being sold to anyone under the age of 18. If you believe that too... Find out what you can do by visiting CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. I uh, got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed from Jake Llewellyn. I'll turn in all my firearms the day the left agrees to make killing babies in the womb completely illegal. Hmm. I would almost be willing to make that trade. Almost. <laughs> uh, anonymous TM Bot says uh, the community could have reached out to him. Our churches failed. As parents, we have failed in educating our kids to be friends to those nobody else wants to. Um, Also from Dylan Lyles, the problem is people think they have control over everything in their life. Tragedies like yesterday just remind people they really don't have control, and that's why they dive headfirst into emotion instead of logic. That's for sure. From Supreme Leader, Leader uh, Zock, see something, say something, and the FBI will do nothing. (laughs) Except abuse the FISA courts. Yeah, I wonder if they had maybe a couple of FBI agents that weren't really doing much um, that could hmm. have been assigned to this. <laughs> I'm just, I'm huh. just spitballing here. Really? You don't have any particular FBI agents in mind? Ah, uh, that might have been doing not much, but emailing a lot, texting, or texting right. a lot. Emailing. I just, I mean, that seemed kind of specific there. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. I don't huh. know. I just. Just spitballing as well, you know, just throwing <laughs> stuff at the wall, see what that for what sticks. Nasty here. Uh, Ian in New York, you're on the blaze. Hi, hi guys. I just want to bring up a point that 
to arm a teacher is good and, and well and fine, but police have to be at the schools. Our tax dollars pay for their salaries, and instead of having 14 cops on the beat, you need to position them and, and in the schools. Have, they change out their shifts at a firehouse right behind my block. That does nothing. They should have a presence at the schools, like High Five Friday when they were giving the kids high fives, and then the liberals said, we don't want cops with guns at the schools, and they got all upset mm-hmm. about that. They don't even want them building up relationship with the young kids. But then when, when everything goes wrong, who do you call? It's not the fireman. It's the cop with a gun. And then it's too late by then. So to, to think that a cop that trains day in, day out, like the military, for a real-time war, and then when real war hits, it's, it's still 10 times worse than the training that they go through. To expect mm-hmm. teachers to come up to PAW and be able to do that is, is uh, a little silly. But again, mm-hmm. I'm for teachers having guns that are responsible. And the liberals will say, no, a teacher oh, can will. go nuts and bring a gun and do damage. Well, what's stopping a teacher from doing that anyway? At least it would be nice to know that there's a few other teachers that could take that nut out. So <laughs> you have to prioritize our tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Let's position cops at schools, switch out their shifts at schools, build up a rapport with the kids at school. So then maybe some kid goes, oh, Johnny over there has been talking about shoot. You go tell the cop right away and you nip this in the butt. And then and it's just these liberals are absolutely insane. We don't want cops with guns there, but then it takes them 20 minutes to get there and the damage is done. Mm -hmm. And this is, uh, you know, what we're up against. Our tax dollars pay for their salaries. We should have a say in where we want to position them. So instead of maybe a few less traffic tickets being written, we're going to have cops at schools. I like it. Thanks a lot, Ian. Appreciate it. In uh, in Texas, we've got so many law enforcement agencies. One of them is uh, ISD police. We have independent school department police departments. Uh, and I, but I'm trying to think: Are they armed? Maybe somebody can let me know. I don't remember if they're actually armed. ISD we, cops? We do have ISD cops. We have police that specifically uh, are supposed to be for the schools. And I, I, why wouldn't you do that everywhere? And why wouldn't you arm those police? And why wouldn't you make sure that the kids are, are protected better than they are? It makes a lot of sense. Janine in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Um, I just want to I just want to bring up uh, a, a couple things. The first thing, though, the major thing that that bothers me about this whole uh, school shooting uh, and the and the way it's being reported, the way the media is going off about the gun control, I knew that that was going to happen immediately. Oh yeah. And now we're talking about mental health. We don't know enough about this guy to even know if he really has a mental health issue. It sounds like. Per his past history, what they've been saying about him, he has a problem with authority. He pulls a backpack into the school. The school tells him not to do it. He does it anyway. Mm -hmm. He seems to be a troublemaker. And so why aren't we looking at that, number one? I mean, the the media has just gone full-blown hysterical over gun control and now we're looking at mental health and let's talk about let's wait till we have all the facts about this guy Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i but i mean mental health has to be a part of this because most of these people have been uh troubled right i mean appreciate the call yes 
Thanks for the call, Janine. Um, most of them, almost all of them, are on some sort of medication, if not all of them. So, I mean, that has to be part of the discussion, I would think. Um, but yeah, troubled kids. This guy was just a—he was in—he was in an alternative school, and the kids in alternative school with him were afraid of him. So, you know that there was something going on there that should have been looked into, should have been taken care of, uh, and wasn't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? Hmm. The the only thing the left wants to talk about are the guns, of course. But is there a is there something we can do that will actually solve the situation or at least help it a great deal? More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, we've been talking about the Florida shooting. Just uh, another horrendous tragedy. And every time, every time the left has to try to capitalize on it. Every time, now is the time to talk about gun gun control. Now is the time to talk about common sense reform. Now is the time. There's no better time than now to talk about what we can do to stop these killings. As if that would. And of course, it's not going to do anything. First of all, we've got a Second Amendment here that says pretty clearly, our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, so if you want to violate the Second Amendment, and and I I hate when every, every one of these people start with, uh, nobody loves the Second Amendment more than me, but hey, I, I, nobody's a bigger advocate of Second Amendment than me. But, but. hey, I, I like the Second Amendment as much as the, as the next guy. But, but. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear that something has to be done. I want to hear the right thing is being done, and that's going to have to include. Looking into what's going on with people, because there's definitely something missing inside, or something added that shouldn't be there. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Let's get into that. Let's talk about it. Let's open it up. Let's hash it out. Let's have a real discussion about how we might be able to stop this madness. And that discussion isn't as easy as oh, take the guns control. We common sense gun control. It's not. It's got nothing to do with it. Uh, Ask Norway, home of the worst gun shooting of all time where guns are bad and banned. Well, how'd that happen? They still have like one of the highest per capita rates. When did that shooting happen? 
because they killed that guy's killed so many people. They still have one of the highest mass shooting rates in the world, if not the highest, higher than ours, because of how many people that guy killed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts. There's also you know other things happening, and um, we can get to those as well. Uh, we we have a very strange video that we're looking at and thinking about playing from uh, one of the students. Um, yeah, you want me to set this up? Yeah, well, yeah she seems to be saying what she you, was talking to the guy while just... the shooting was going on, right? Okay, okay, they're still putting it in the system as we speak, but here is the setup, okay. Uh, a TV station in Houston is uh, nearby for the Houston Astros training camp. Okay. They're in Florida right now. They're in now. Florida, okay. Mm-hmm. And so there's an interview that the sports guy tweeted out. Now, he doesn't say anything about it. He just says, uh, um, after shifting over from Astros camp to coverage of school shooting in Parkland, Florida, I talked with Alexa Midnick, a senior at Douglas High School. She never saw a gun, but she says she knows the alleged shooter. Then the video that we're getting loaded up right now for you uh, is very, very interesting. And just after uh, sussing around a little bit here on the internet, um, the girl that was interviewed, if you go to her Twitter page, it's uh, her banner is her family. And uh, I, I suspect that's her dad with her there wearing a Stoneman Douglas Eagles shirt, which is the high school. So in other words, hmm. we're just trying to, to okay. you know, dot the I's, cross the T's. Yeah, we're just trying to substantiate that she's an actual yes. student and she actually knew him. And she actually had this conversation with the guy because it's amazing. So we want to play that video once we get it loaded. It's worth your time. Very strange. It's though. very strange. So we'll very get strange. to that shortly. And let's play the other one uh, as long as we're playing this. Uh, show me what Alex Jones said about this. I, I think you could probably guess what Alex Jones said about this, uh, but... Yeah, your suspicions are confirmed. Here it is. The Democrats have been caught in false flags before. Got involved with false flags. I'm not false flag. False flag. I'm not saying that. I'm about not... massacres and things. Mm-hmm. People don't leave them alone and release the memos. So if there are massacres so, and they keep threatening massacres, that makes them suspects when they've been threatening massacres. And who knows what mentally ill person they've wound up. Did he just belt? Or what's happening? Or is this gang related? We don't know. The media will say that I said it's a false flag and the Democrats did it. I did not say that. We're simply questioning the long history that these folks have. Now, when did Democrats uh, threaten a massacre? When did they threaten that they were going to do a massacre? I, I'm not familiar with that. And when did he stop drinking his little whey protein shake thing? Because he's gaining a few. <laughs> Sorry. Is he? Yeah. I, Put on some LBs? Looks like, it looks, I mean, yeah. you know okay. what I'm saying. You don't see someone for a long time. And then you see him again, and you're yeah. like, "Wow, it's yeah. been a while." And- well, I'm not, I'm not saying this is a Democrat false flag, but uh, it's a Democrat false flag. I'm just not saying that it is, except for the fact that I just said it was. But I'm not saying that. <laughs> Wait, what? <Yeah. laughs> we do have the audio of the high school right. senior when you so want not the video yet. Here's what happened uh, when KHOU Channel 11 in Houston switched from. Covering the Astros in training camp mm-hmm. to covering what just happened in Florida. And they found this student who had this to say. Is in the bathroom at the moment and I had came back to my classroom and I knocked on the door 
and the fire alarm went off and um, principal came on the speaker and just said everyone needs to evacuate right now so that's what we did uh, as I was going down the stairs I heard a couple shots fired everyone was freaking out saying that it was a gun and um, as we were walking the whole class together I actually was speaking to the suspect Nicholas Cruz and as I was speaking to him wait what he seemed very I don't I don't know what the word I want to say is but um he was trouble in middle school so I kind of joked to him about it and said I'm surprised you weren't the one who did it and he just gave me a huh so uh that's really, really what happened. Wait a minute. You were walking down the hall. He had already fired at that time. Yes, sir. With him. I figured this out. Weren't you scared? I got it. Um, in the moment, I wasn't because there was obviously definitely another shooter involved. Okay. But wait. Oh, you think what? he was not the only one? No, definitely not. Hmm. Why do you say that? Um, because when shots were fired, I saw him after the fact. So, and the shots were coming from the other part of the building. So there definitely had to be two shooters involved, I believe. That's the first I've heard of that. Did you see any other students who were wounded? Um, no, sir. Wow, that is really strange. Okay. All right, you think you have this figured out? All right. What happened? See, I don't know how much time passed between the shots she heard and talking to Nicholas Cruz, mm -hmm. but we do have reports that Nicholas Cruz snuck out when the other kids were leaving. That's he maybe when in. she saw him. So she said she heard the shots down there mm -hmm. and was talking to him, and then she just said in that clip, you know, I didn't think it was, or I, th I don't know what she said, but she was referring to a conversation that she had had post the shots being fired with Nicholas Cruz. I think it was while they were sneaking out together. Yeah, uh, could very well be. Yeah, yeah it could be that time. Uh, plus, we don't want to say the guy's name, but she just did. So, um, uh, really uh, interesting. Every single time, every single time, somebody claims there were m multiple shooters. It's almost always at least two shooters, and then they come back and say, "No, just one." And then somebody will say, "Nope, there were two shooters." I know for a fact there were two. Sh that happened in Las Vegas over and over and over and over. People said, "Nope, there were two shooters." Nope, there weren't. Well, I don't know now. I mean, after all this time and the lack of information that's come uh, from that shooting in the last five months, I maybe there were. I don't know. I don't know. 888 Let's go to Canada, New Jersey. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I got a question. I don't know if you guys heard, but how did this guy get into the school? I thought when the kids go in... They locked the school down. There's only one way to get in. Does anybody know how he got into the school? Because I haven't heard it on any of the news sources. Yeah, I haven't heard that either. Are are all the doors supposed to be locked once the kids are in school? Well, I, I know here in Jersey, once the kids are in, it locks the door down, and then there's only one way in. It's usually like with a key fob to get through just to the office. Hmm. That so seems like a really good idea. All locked down. What what a great idea that would I'm, be. I'm being told that in Florida it is the same way, but hmm. was this not during dismissal that he got in there? Well, I don't know. I thought it was right at dismissal time. I don't know. Thanks a lot, Ken. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll have to look into that. I'm not sure of the timeline on that, but they do lock the, all the doors once the kids are in school. Yeah, that's what I'm being told. Mm -hmm. Chris at Iowa, you're on the blaze. Yeah. Hi. 
I, I just, you've mentioned mental health a few times, and I think that should be part of the, uh, the concern with this, but I want to know where you draw the line on that. Mm. Uh, say you take an antidepressant and have only taken one for six months, and are you considered mentally ill, or you've been on one and then you're off of one? Um, how far do you go back with that, with mental health history? Also, um, say you take an antidepressant and your husband or wife has a gun. Do we have to clear out all the guns in the house? Mm-hmm. These, I mean... I mean, these are things that I'd be concerned about if you put this in the hands of the Democrats in Congress. Oh, definitely. Yes. And I'm not saying necessarily that with mental health issues, you're looking at taking guns from from people. I'm I'm talking more along the lines of the seriously troubled and the clearly troubled like this guy getting them more help than we're we're currently we're getting them um so and i i don't know if that includes you know this is part of a much larger discussion by um, medical health professionals not me but um whether or not it includes taking guns from people because like you said chris appreciate the call by the way if if you believe this in the hands of the Democrats, that's exactly what they'll do. If anybody in the House is on an antidepressant, they'll take they'll take the guns out of the House, period, because you can't have access to them, right? So I, I don't know that we go there with this. I, I don't think you do. But uh, providing extra help to people who need it and clearly need it, and everybody knows they need it, like this guy, should be part of the plan. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just had. Oh, here it is. Okay, so uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Um, several years ago, uh, as we've mentioned, Glenn and Tanya got really frustrated trying to sell their house, and it took a long time, and they lost a lot of money on it, and it was a frustrating experience. So they didn't want other people to have to put up with it. So they thought for a while on what they could do, and then they decided. Why don't we put together our own network and we'll really qualify people on things like their experience and what are their marketing plan? What kind of character do they have and what kind of results do they get for their clients? And then throw into the mix just because it might be the most important element. Are they fans of the show? Because then they'll have the same general principles and values as uh, the people they're helping. So that's what they did. And now there are over 1,200 agents across the country that have been rigorously qualified on in all of those categories. And these are just the best agents in your area. So if you want to find one in your area, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your town. It's just that simple. Let our agents earn your business. Get your home, your property moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 
Pat Gray Unleashed. Got this interesting story now. Florida gunman trained with a white supremacist militia group before school shooting. A spokesman for the white supremacist group Republic of Florida, the ROF, told the Anti-Defamation League uh, that this guy, the man charged with the previous day's deadly shooting spree, uh, was associated with his group. They're trying to claim him like mm. like they're ISIS or something. Yeah, that's us. Yep, that's us. Okay, it's pathetic. That's not helpful. Uh, was he a white supremacist? I don't know. But, you know, they're going to tie this to uh, Donald Trump, if he is, which is insanity. But that's it doesn't stop them. Uh, it doesn't stop them from trying to do it anyway. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I want to hear about the, uh, some of the heroes that were there, and this student told George Stephanopoulos about one of the teachers uh, who was a hero in this process. Take a listen. I had talked to my teacher and said I am scared, and then we all heard gunshots, and he unlocked the door and let us in. I had thought he was behind me. This is Mr. Beagle. But he wasn't. What happened? Um, when he opened the door, he had to relock it so we can stay safe. And he didn't get the chance to. He might have saved your life. I'm so thankful that he was there to help everybody who Mm. did live in that classroom because he was in the doorway and the door was still open and the the shooter probably didn't know we were in there because Mr. Beaglehead was laying on the floor. So if the shooter would have came into the room, I probably wouldn't be speaking with you right now. Wow. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Patty in uh, Colorado, you're on the blaze. Hi. 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 Um, so thanks for taking my call here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to let you know here. My nephew was in the library when the shooting started at at Columbine. Here. Oh wow. The only reason that he the only reason that he survived here was because of the fact that we took used to take him hunting on a regular basis and he knew just how long he had before when they went to reload here to uh, to run out of the library. Wow. And when they say that that when they came out and the FBI came out and said that they didn't have a list here that uh, Cleveland and, and Harris did not have a list of of targets here. Uh-huh. That is not true here because I worked with people whose son was at a doctor's appointment here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he they said he was number one on the list of people that they were targeting. Wow! And yes, my wow. my my nephew was sitting next to Isaiah Scholes here, and they shot him. Oof. And was in there with Kathy when Kathy Brunell, and they asked her if she where's her God now, and that's when he had to reload, and he knew just Oof. how long he had. So education for the kids here, as far as number one, to find out, I mean, to know what the power of of the gun is, and also to be able to protect themselves against that is 
is key in this. Appreciate the call, Patty. Thanks. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Chuck in California, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning, Pat. Morning. I'd, I'd like to ask the question, where are the parents in this? Mm-hmm. And I say this not to be unkind to the parents, mm-hmm. but parents, if they're truly involved with their children, you're truly involved. Yeah. Stu, Jeffy, Keith are all truly involved 100% with your children. You know what they're up to. Mm-hmm. Where are the parents? Where's the man in his life saying, no, this is not how we act? Uh, that's a great question. And I, I don't know, maybe the parents were trying to intervene for the better in this kid's life. Sometimes, even with the best efforts of the parents, you know, kids still go the wrong way. Um, but, but a lot of times, that's not the case. And you're right. Yeah, they, I mean, it's it's a fair question. Where where are they? Do, were they doing anything? Because ultimately, I mean, they're the people who know him best, right? You would think. And and, and it's it's one of the the awful things that the left has gone so far trying to take away the nuclear family and yeah. Yeah. divorce is great and single moms are great. And I'm not again disparaging single moms or single dads. But everybody that I know that has been one at one point or another says it's the most difficult thing in the world. Well, yeah, it's not the Why? optimal situation, and everybody knows that. I mean, well, single moms and dads do it. the best they possibly can, uh, and and my hat's off to them for their efforts. But that's not the way you would want to raise your family if you had a choice, right? I mean, we all know the best situation for kids is to have both a mother and a father in the home. Yeah, and, and bring is. men back into the world, real men, not this phony yeah. men thing that the left is pushing, because I grew up with men from World War II mm-hmm. that actually fought in Iwo Jima, Normandy, the, the real battles of World War II. I got to hear very little about it, except for the fact that I knew they were there. But I'm going to tell you, the strictness and the style of being raised certainly made me respect when they said something. Yeah, appreciate the call. Thanks, Chuck. And really, the core of our society has changed, hasn't it? The fundamental principles that we used to hold dear have almost all changed. And that's going to affect our society as well. And is it going to be worse here than it is other places? Yeah, because of our freedom, uh, because of opportunity, because of just the way we're set up, because of the blessings of liberty that we have, uh, yeah, it, it probably will be here worse here than other places. Once it starts degrading and once we start experiencing some of the consequences of our actions and our decisions. I mean, we, we've got this story today about this. They're doing an Uber for abortions now. <laughs> There's a service that drives women to abortion clinics just so that you can make sure they go through with it. Uh, We're going to show up and drive you for free to a Planned Parenthood where you can have your baby aborted. In In some states where the nearest abortion clinic is several miles from their home, volunteers offer to drive women using an Uber like service. 
because wow, we don't we don't want them to even have second thoughts and maybe wait a little longer to think this over. And we certainly don't want them to have a, a access to an ultrasound because if they have the ultrasound, they may choose not to have the abortion. Yeah, you may Can't get have attached that. to that Cannot little baby that. inside of your body, which is why Texas required ultrasounds. And in it was like 95% of the cases, once they saw the ultrasound, they decided not to have the abortion. Wow, that drove them crazy. Cecile Richards hated the ultrasound, and they fought hard against that. They tried to declare it unconstitutional and may have succeeded in that, actually, if I remember correctly. Susan in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi there, Pat. Thanks for taking my call. Yep. Um, I just want to let you know here in Utah, we are a concealed carry state and our teachers can carry concealed weapons in our school. Um, and today it was definitely a little bit easier to send our, my kids off to school, just knowing that they're just knowing. Yeah. Protect yeah. them. So the teachers, um, do they have that option. They, they're not required to, right? They're definitely not required to, but they do have the option to take the training and it is concealed. The teachers don't know, or um, the students or the parents don't know which teachers are carrying. Um, but, but you know, I mean, do you know that some in the school are, in fact, and have been through the training? Yes. Uh, well, it it just depends. Um, yeah. My daughter does know one of her teachers is. He has told them that they're safe if something does go does happen at their school. Um, and it was, as a parent, I will say, as tragic. It's just so tragic, but um, mm-hmm. it's probably comforting knowing that something talking about it. It's yeah. easier to send them off to school knowing Definitely. that there is someone that may be able to protect them in that way. Appreciate the call, Susan. Well, that, yeah, that has to be a comfort to you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got Jeffy coming up with you in the fat. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Ah, that happy sound means it's a happy time of day where we roll Jeffy into the studio and say, "Oh man, I wish, I wish, give I wish us in, chewing the fat." I wish, in fact, you did roll me in. <laughs> we can. I arrange. wish, in fact, you did roll me in. That's more metaphorically speaking. Because, uh, man, you know, and the thing is, is that uh, I still get looks when I use the carts at Walmart. You do the electric. Yeah, they look at me like, "What are you using those for?" Yeah, because I'm obviously incredibly fat. You expect me to walk around this store? I was thinking more on the handicapped line, but okay. (laughs) Oh, Oh. I'm sorry. That's what you meant. I went a different direction. Yeah, we thought the shocks of the machine were actually suffering. Oh, did is that what we thought? That's what what I thought. I would guess you have no shame in using those, do you? Because I'd be embarrassed to do that, even if I was tired or I didn't feel like walking and following my wife around the store. You probably have no, no compunction at all of hopping right in that and taking off. I'll tell you what pisses me off. What? When they don't charge the batteries? When they're not charged. And you go like, <laughs> you're like halfway through the store and it stops. <laughs> then you got to get up and you got to walk around and finish your shopping. 
Seriously. And complain. Uh, listen, I left the cart in the back aisle. Who's better than you? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you're just jubilant in your nastiness and your hideousness. I love it. It's great. It's great. That's uh, so much fun. Yeah. All right. So. Hustle. Here you go. Anyway, yeah. first. First. I know you. I haven't had an opportunity to... Uh, uh, listen, much so I'm sure you're talking about the horrific shooting in Parkland. I mean, that's yep. that's the story, and it's yep. horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I still would like, you know, obviously, we are able to say uh, thoughts and prayers. I don't know if thoughts do any good, but the prayers hopefully do. Yep. Uh, for the families, and no one wants their family to go through something like that ever. And I, lo- I love the, but it is a miracle that I, there's not more. Yeah, it, it was an. It's amazing. Uh, and that's the case at almost all of these shows. I know. So you can't tell me that thoughts and prayers aren't working because it could have been much worse. Uh, right. Right. Yes. And is he offering, is he giving comfort to those who are affected? Yes. Uh, yes. Don't tell me it doesn't work. And they're, they're acting like you're a buffoon if you say it. I know. If you believe it. Well, and they're not even afraid now to oh, no. parade their oh, atheism no. in front of everybody. No. When they're in the vast minority, and they don't care anymore. It's like um, uh, Joy Behar with her nonsense about... Well, let me play this for you since, you know, we've got a second here. Okay. Uh, Here's what she said the other day about Mike Pence saying that, you know, Jesus talks to him. Sure. To talk to Jesus, it's another thing when Jesus talks to you. Exactly. Okay, Exactly. Is Whoopi on vacation or something? Because she hasn't been there the last week or so. And uh, so that she says that's a mental illness. Okay. If you, uh, exactly. If you, believe, if you believe that Jesus talks to you, that you're mentally ill? No. Well, I mean, no. that's... And I, I mean, it's not even necessarily you're hearing the actual words from him, but you're hearing thoughts in your head or you're given thoughts or the spirit leads you a certain direction. There's a lot of ways... You that know, you get inspiration because, from the and, Lord. And, you know, I mean, even if you just say, look, because of the pro- the, the quiet time when I'm praying, mm-hmm. I don't know how I get an idea. Right. And the idea works. Right. Amazing. Right. I mean, if, for people to uh, jump all over, I, I don't know how she has a job, because I, I guess only because it's oh, about Christians. Yeah, of course. When, in fact... If you said something like that about Muslims, you'd be out of your job. You already are. There's a, uh, there's a story this morning of a, a guy here in Texas. Shoot, I should have printed it out. I can't remember what school system he's in, mm-hmm. but he is one of the uh, one of the school district heads. Uh, it's not the superintendent, but he's part of the school system head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he face, he Facebooked. Saying uh, something about uh, taking Islam out of schools, they want his head. Of course, they want his head. Oh yeah, you won't. I you mean, won't survive that. No, he's gone. I mean, have a nice yeah. day. There's right. no way he survives. Right. I mean, he's gone. And look, I mean, look what they did to the Philadelphia Eagles. God, I hate talking about the Eagles because of Stu. But look <laughs> what they did about to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they try to they try to deface what they've what they believed in all year. And yet, and they hmm, went after we Tony Dungy all year reporting. What happened to the Eagles? Just, oh, that's right. Oh. For the first time in their history, they won the Super Bowl. I and wonder. Heaven if- forbid Nick say that uh, God has him in Philadelphia for a reason, a purpose. What? <laughs> what? I, I mean, it's 
It's amazing. It is. It's amazing. And you know, I was. We are under attack from these people. Think of this. Think about at least. You know, we we joke around, but at least once a week, and and really more. But in the last two years, at least once a week, we have said that's unbelievable. That's uh, that's yeah. unbelievable. And none of it really and, is anymore because right. Yeah, it's not because it happens every just day. Just slapping it in your face, and it gets every worse and worse and worse single every day. Day. Yep. This is a perfect example of uh, of. Someone saying, no, that can't be. Uh, a five points complex in Long, Island's, uh, Long Island City in Queens. Uh, Jerry Walkoff, a real estate developer, owned the five points uh, complex in Queens. And in uh, 2013, he decided, you know what? Uh, I'm going to get rid of all the graffiti on my buildings. I'm going to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of seeing them. Yeah, <clears throat> I saw mm-hmm. uh, 21 uh, graffiti artists uh, sued Jerry Walkoff. Have you ever heard of the <laughs> Visual Rights or Visual Artists' Rights Act? VERA. No. V A R A. Visual Artists' Rights Act. <clears throat> Uh, the lawyers for the 21 uh, graffiti artists uh, called the uh, complex the world's largest open-air aerosol museum. <laughs> Sweet Lord. So the owner of the buildings had no say in this. Well, he, wanted he, well, it he to did, be... I mean, but they sued him, and he's saying, um, I own the buildings of the complex. I can do what I want. Can you? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Wrong. Uh, the jury and the judge uh, cited. The jury said that there were 36 pieces of graffiti that should be uh, should have been kept. Uh, you have the got judge to be said me. Uh, there's 45. Uh, there were 45. <clears throat> and uh, at, in the end, my gosh, in the end, they were awarded uh, 6.7 million dollars. Divided by what? 21. You are kidding. I that am is not kidding. That you. is inconceivable. I don't think it means what you think it means. Right? I mean, come That's on. All. Come on. How much? There, there's no outrage. There have been ex- other instances where graffiti artists have been recognized as deserving protection, said the graffiti artist lawyers, adding that courts have ruled that clothing designers who cribbed ideas from graffiti artists were liable for intellectual theft. Yeah, but, but this is a guy who owns buildings trying to clean them up. And you're not, you can't. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you In fact, are, are you saying he's not cleaning them up? He's destroying the largest open air aerosol museum. I, first of all, he didn't give them permission to do that to his buildings, <laughs> and now he's some gotta, would call it vandalism. He's got to pay him seven million dollars essentially. The, I, I yeah. mean, I, I can't even. Are you trying to make sense of this world again? I've told you about yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. Stop it's, it, man. They, uh, it's a you know, look. The guy. Wow, went that's against, an outrageous story. The Visual Artist Rights Act. We got to talk about that on the TV show. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's signed nuts. into law in 1990 by President Bush. Leave that story for me, will you? That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Incredible. That's. Are you sure that's the real? I mean, we don't. There's okay, not so some extenuating circumstance. Jeffy, where I'm looking up the the signing statement. It is totally real, from 1990. Oh. In what here? in what state is this? Where Long is Island, uh, New York, oh, of course. Queens, yeah, <laughs> naturally. Queens, yeah. I mean, this. I mean, good night. 
I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Time to roll up the streets, America. I'm just America. telling you. I'm, I'm We're done. Oh, it was good while it lasted. Roll was up fun. the streets and turn off the lights. I'm just telling you, if someone comes and paints something on your home, yeah, uh, leave it there. and the uh, Homeowners Association mm-hmm. says, uh, take it off, uh, you can say, uh, no, <laughs> no, that's part of the Visual Arts Rights Act. <laughs> it's incredible. That's, uh, that's incredible. It sure is. My Homeowners Association was... was uh, hassling me for a while Mm -hmm. because our mailbox looked ever so slightly different from some of the other mailboxes Uh, but you can but you in new york you can have graffiti yes sir Mm -hmm. you need to reply i'll just send you the link with the signing statement from a federal (laughs) law it's a federal law it's not a state issue you just say yeah signed by bush in 1990 you say hey uh under uh vara I'm claiming my mailbox yeah. as art. <laughs> Back it off. And the weeds in my lawn. <laughs> oh, no, I'm using that. No, I'm using that just one. Paint, that's just, artistic expression. Just spray paint some paint oh, on the weeds and right. call it art, oh, man. That's a test case coming up from my yard, I'll tell you that. That's crazy. Ooh. All right, so uh, in Sioux Falls, uh, you know, on my Facebook page, mm. I say that I live in Sioux Falls, so Facebook sends me Sioux Falls <laughs> news. Ooh, I like that. Why do you say you live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota? I, Why? It, just because it makes me laugh. Okay. And I haven't decided. I figured a month ago it was time to change, but I haven't decided. It's on, like my thing with Pocatello. Oh. Yeah, oh. I just haven't decided Bemidji. what other city I need to live in. I'm yet, changing so my thing right now to, Sioux Falls. to okay. Nome, Alaska on Twitter. <laughs> so, so in Sioux Falls, yes, uh, the school... Uh, served their lunch, their school, their school lunch program, and uh, people were having a, a you know a field day over the tortilla and refried beans, and and uh, the they posted the photo uh, on their social media pages in Sioux Falls, and it went crazy. Now, when you look at that lunch, if you're watching on Blaze Television, you look at that lunch. Uh, what do you see is the the biggest problem uh, with that with that lunch? Uh, the banana is green and unedible. Hey, hold on, right? It's not ripe yet. That's the only thing that the superintendent that... said was wrong with that lunch. And, and the rabbit is that calls to, it out. It's supposed to be a burrito. Hey, pal, don't even worry about the burrito. He doesn't care about that. The rabbit. The district serves over fifteen thousand five hundred lunches each day. We ensure the kids have a nutritious meal. Wait, uh, what is that? What is that up in the in the upper right hand corner of? Uh, uh, I don't know, banana turd or something. I'm not uh, sure. That's what it looks like. Three little teeny rat turds yeah, or something. it could be. The portion man. sizes are government standard. School lunches are regulated. They're still going by the Michelle Obama standards? The hey, Listen, I don't blame the district's fruit vendor for the green banana. Right. Okay. The product, okay. Uh, in fact, we put it out on Tuesday. We probably should have waited until Thursday. Sorry. <laughs> Come okay. On. I mean, come on now. I mean, I know you call that the green banana, but that you peel it, you eat it. It's good. No, it's not. Shut up. No, it's not. You're- That's just, that whole lunch was ridiculous. <laughs> Are they actually charging kids for that? Uh, yeah. Okay. It's, wow. a, it's a school lunch program. All right. There ain't no kids paying for school lunches anymore. That's true. Everybody qualifies breakfast, for some sort yeah, of assistance. Yeah, bre- breakfast break. and lunch are all free. I mean, free. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh, most of them are. Yeah, are that, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you have to qualify like Keith mm-hmm. said. And the qual to qualify, is you just have to breathe. Difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know that I'm I'm one sixteenth Native Native American? Okay, well you're in, or so. Mm-hmm. If you're Maybe a, it's one thirty second. If I you're one thirty second, I don't. You can't get on the rolls. I don't think one sixteenth. Yeah, one sixteenth. I think one sixteenth I mean, is the I, max. And I'm just judging from family lore. That's all. Yeah. I Oh, do you have a cookbook, so Elizabeth? Is that cookbook? you? I don't have a cookbook, but so she's got that on me. Yes, she does. But <laughs> I have <laughs> eaten corn. 
So there's that. There's that. You have qualified. Just sign right here. You're right? in. Right? I mean, that's pretty much what it takes. Yeah. Right to get it now, it's a little more difficult to actually be on the rolls of the of the Indian nations, mm-hmm. but to be uh, qualify for school lunches. I mean, we have what forty five million food stamp recipients or welfare recipients something like or something that. like that in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, are all forty five million actually qualified? Probably not. Probably not. Certainly not as qualified as I am with my Indian heritage. Right? How's that make I mean, you feel? Man? Here's what they did to me. They took my whole Indian nation. Oh, no. no. And they put them on a reservation. Mm-hmm. They they took away my way of life. Stop it. You know, the tomahawk, the bow and knife. No way. Yeah, yeah. And all the beads we made by hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what about that? They're nowadays made in Japan. What? Say what? Right. I mean, they... they uh, they took away our native tongue. They Did taught they? their stinking English to our young. Oh no! That's. Uh, I mean, it used to be that atrocious. you guys were just known for as Cherokee Nation, right? The Cherokee tribe, where we were so, so proud, proud to it, live. Yeah, and so, so proud, proud to die. No, but right now, here. now I can't even get a free lunch out of it. it pisses me <laughs> off. All right, so you know how bad uh, McDonald's food is, and it, it is, and they're trying to they're trying to cut down on the calories and the sodium. You're talking health wise, saturated fat and sugar that kids consume at its mm-hmm. restaurants, especially the Happy Meals. Yeah, I mean those things, horrific. Mm-hmm. So McDonald's is going to soon banish cheeseburgers and chocolate milk from its Happy Meals. So that's good, right? Okay, well, see, that's good, right? You're not going to McDonald's for I- kale. I, I don't. Are, are they going to do McHale now? Ooh, McQuinoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! We need to copyright that right now. Oh, McQuinoa is that stupid? <laughs> McDonald's said Thursday uh, today that it wants all Happy Meal options to have 600 calories or fewer, and have less than 650 milligrams of sodium. It also wants less than 10 percent of the meal's calories to come from saturated fat and added sugar. Think about this seriously. Good for them. If that's what your concern is, if if you don't want your kids to have more than 600 calories, McDonald's is how the last you, place on earth you're going. How about you don't go through the drive-thru? Yeah. How about you stay at home and find something healthy to eat? That'd be a good idea, right? Yeah. Or go somewhere else, right? I mean, there's right. plenty of health food places. Go there. Yes. Call Stu, ask him where he goes, and then go there. <laughs> mm. it's, uh, it's unbelievable. It, it's amazing. I mean... Unbelievable. I'm not... It's it's convenient. You know what you're getting. Yes. You know what you're getting. Yes. That's why you go there. Right? That's why you go to McDonald's around the country. No question about on it. On trips because the kid says or you say, I know what it's going to taste like. I know what it is. I want it now. Period. And it's going to be the same everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reason you go. So now it's going to be the same everywhere, only it's just going to suck. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we trying? I mean, mm-hmm. they already, I guess they're getting cocky because they're making some money back doing their breakfast. So they're going to mm-hmm. try to appease the health people who are saying that the, the Happy Meals are tearing the kids up. and It's been a target of health advocates. Oh, okay. If, if you're McDonald's, you say, shut up. Right. Shut up. If you're concerned about childhood obesity. Don't come here. And and quite frankly, who isn't? Um. <laughs> Don't go to McDonald's. Since it takes two channels to show your entire body, I'm guessing you're not one of them. That no, I am. That's what I'm oh, saying. I'm okay. quite, who is it? That's what I was. All right. That's what I was saying. Was, <laughs> all right. Good. It was important. Exactly. Childhood obesity is yes. something mm-hmm. I, I concerning. Right. Fight for all the time. I yeah. Don't know I, why you okay. Do. All right. 
And speaking of childhood obesity, I mean, Cadbury mm-hmm. is hiring people to be chocolate tasters, and I'm willing to. Is that a I'm job? I'm willing you, to do that. I'd like to do that too. I oh, like man. Cadbury chocolate. It's really good. Four new roles have opened up. Hmm? Wait, where, what are we I'm talking here. about right now? I'm here. Four new roles. Four new roles. Is that from up. the Cadbury chocolate? You yes. get the rolls going. You get or... rolls going. Yes. You're going to have four <laughs> new rolls. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As a taster, uh, applicants need to be eager to try new and inventive products. Oh, check. And yes. should have a firm <laughs> grasp of the English language. I'm in. <laughs> You'll be working with a team of panelists to share opinions and collaborate to reach an agreement on taste. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I like this. I'm and all I don't over care it. if you don't. Let so me ask shut you this: Glenn and I used to have this discussion all the time. What I know you do the best chocolate and, company. And, and, what is the best chocolate? And I'll uh, play Glenn. Available. He'll say Hershey every time. Every time. And I, you know, I like Hershey. I do, and I, I probably like Hershey better than Cadbury. Do you, really? I think so. Oh, I don't. But I don't like Hershey as well I don't know as what the, Nestle. The regular Dove chocolate. Oh, I like Nestle. Dove. Dove chocolate is pretty good. Now man. you're getting into territory remember, that's... Yeah. <laughs> remember uh, originally when the, the first Dove ice cream bars were mm-hmm. on the market, mm-hmm. they came two in a box, not three and four. Yeah. They came, they were two monster ice cream bars with that chocolate. Delicious. So good. Delicious. So good. I mean, I almost felt bad eating both of them. <laughs> And, but not and, quite. Not quite, though. No. Now I feel bad about eating all four. It's like I'm eating more. Right. I had to eat four. Well, you have to. Triple eight nine hundred thirty even numbers. You know. You keep using uh, the word. Uh, wait. <laughs> so bad. This is actually what I wanted. To do. Oh, yeah. there it is. Okay. It's worth the wait every time. Every time. So that's chewing the fat with Jeffy. Uh, what if I told you there's a new product that allows you to safely practice your shooting? I mean, with I, your gun, privately, at home. I'd call you a liar. You would, wouldn't you? I would call you a liar. Plus, what if I told you you didn't have to buy ammo for this? Oh, right. Save you a right. bunch of money. Right. I'm sure next you're going to tell me, all, all I have to do is just look at my phone. It'll tell me how my shots were. That's what I'm going to tell you to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You don't have Thanks. to worry about range fees, the hassle of going back and forth to the range. Now, just use your cell phone, and there's a propri- proprietary app that uses a laser in place of the bullet, and it detects exactly where your shots are landing. This is a fantastic... I love this. I love really cool. this product. It's really cool how it works. It's called iTarget Pro. Go to the letter I and then targetpro.com. Watch that video and see for yourself. It's unbelievable. You're going to love this thing. Competitive shooters dry fire all the time, like 10 times more than they live fire. Why? Well, because... It's really expensive to live fire and go to a range and do all those things all the time. This saves you money. It saves you time. It's really convenient. And it takes your skill level to the next level. You just aim the thing, and the the not only does it show you where you hit the target, it makes a, a noise so it looks like you actually hit something. It's fantastic. Really cool. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. Offer code, use the offer code PAT, and you'll save 10%. Uh, when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. iTargetPro.com Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
great. You're gonna love this. Let me make you feel better about life. Oh, good, good. I need a good story. I like it. Yes. Yeah. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, Senator Kamala Harris. Okay, this is not Democrat well. from California shared her wisdom with us. She knows what to do. This is great. And uh, here's Kamala now to tell us what's what. After the shooting in Florida. Here's what she said. Here's what she said. And it goes a little something. Oh, I kind of like this now. She's not talking. It goes a little something. See, that's like good. this. It's going to sound a bit harsh. Um, as a prosecutor for years in appreciating homicide and being able to talk with a judge about it and a jury about it, I had to look at autopsy photographs. When you see the effect of this extreme violence on a human body, and especially the body of a child, maybe it will shock some people into understanding oh. this cannot be a political issue. See. Okay, right. We have right. to be practical. No, it's not I support political. the Second Amendment. Of course you well, we have do. To have, we have to have smart gun safety laws. With smart, common sense. And we cannot tolerate a society and, and, mm-hmm. and live in a country mm-hmm. with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered. Are you serious? Find out what her stance is on abortion and then come back to me and tell tell me that you can't have any level of pride when our babies, our literal babies, are being slaughtered. But that's just that's only it's only sixty two million in the last forty five years. Don't even worry Pat, about that, Pat. Um, she she's rated hundred percent by NARA. Of course she is. Uh, she the supports more, uh, public funding for abortion. Even the more extreme of the of the uh, abortion groups. Yeah, she opposes parental notification for abortions I, I, by minors. We're she not says keep we're not done funding. with this by a long stretch. And we'll so talk about this more <laughs> coming up on Pat Gray. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the blaze radio network and you can tweet at pat unleashed uh kristen has done just that she says leftists always say there's no way to round up 10 million illegals so you can deport them yet they think there's a way to round up 300 million guns yeah okay that's an excellent point but nothing's nothing could be further from the truth than to say that they want to round up the guns, though. They don't want to take the guns. Far be it from them to, I, hey, nobody loves the Second Amendment more than me, but. And somebody just said it. We just had that a few minutes ago. Who was that? Uh, nobody. You know, I'm all about the Second Amendment, but. Oh, what were we playing? Yeah, we were playing. Senator. 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 Yeah. Was it Senator Harris? Was it her, too? Was it her? Yeah, okay. No, it was a guy. It was a it was a may, male uh type of human, okay. I think. I don't he may identify as Chris a woman. Murphy. I don't Chris know. Murphy. That was Chris Murphy that said that. Was it? Okay. Um uh, I got to get back to this Kamala Harris uh-huh. uh situation. This is so I don't even know how she said this with a straight face. This is so ironic and hypocritical and outrageous. These people are despicable. Despicable. <laughs> Listen to this Kamala Harris thing again. She- that sound a bit harsh. Um, as a prosecutor for years yeah. in appreciating homicide 
and being able homicide? to talk with the judge about hmm. it and a jury about Where? it. Where? Yeah. I had to look at autopsy photographs. Uh-huh. When you see hmm. the effect of this extreme violence yeah. on a human body, and especially the body of a child, maybe it will shock some people into understanding this cannot be a political issue. Maybe. We have to be practical. I support the Second Amendment. Oh, right. But we have to have we have to have too. smart gun safety laws. <laughs> and we cannot tolerate a society and, and, and live in a country with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered. That is one of the most amazing statements from a person with a 100% rating from NARAL. That I've ever heard. If I wouldn't have heard it with my own ears, I don't think I would have believed somebody is stupid enough to say something like that. (laughs) There was a lot there, too. First of all, she appreciates homicide. Wait, what? (laughs) You appreciate homicide? You know, I appreciate homicide as much as the next person. Oh, well, I'm not sure how much the next person appreciates homicide, but I'm guessing not much at all. How could you not have a really solid appreciation for homicide? (laughs) Just so weird. It's an art form. Uh, Here's uh, when you see the the effect of this extreme violence on a human body, and especially the body of a child. Maybe it will shock some people into understanding. Okay, so she just explained the need and the reason so many pro-life people parade around with those photos of an aborted baby to show. How extreme it is. What kind of violence is being perpetrated on a human body. (laughs) Further, this cannot be a political issue. We have to be practical. I love that they keep saying that too because this is not about politics. This is just a moral issue now. Oh, but of course abortion's not. That's just a political issue. And then the piece de resistance, if you will. And I think you will. And we cannot tolerate a society and live in a country with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered. That's a statement that would be incredibly appropriate for a pro-life person. She has a 100% rating with the good people in NARAL. The most extreme abortion proponents on this on this planet. I mean, we've said it before, but they just have no self awareness whatsoever. Jeez, they just man. speak without oh, even my. looking in the mirror for a glance. We cannot tolerate a society. And this is a powerful. If this were applied to abortion, she couldn't have said a more appropriate, more powerful thing than this. It is so true. That we can't tolerate a society and live in a country with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered. <laughs> wow. Uh, but she's talking about the, the shooting yesterday. And nobody wants our children in school to be slaughtered. Nobody wants that. And they'll say, if you don't want their solution, then that's what you want. Okay, You, you just advocate people being killed, our, our babies being killed. If gun control didn't happen after Sandy Hook, then you want more babies to die. Uh, it's absolutely outrageous. From a person who's totally fine 
with the slaughter of 60, literally 62 million babies in the last 45 years. Wow. Yeah, she appreciates homicide. She does. She appreciates it a great deal. 888-900-3393. Yeah, how about that tweet, though, from her just a couple weeks ago? Kamala Harris, every woman deserves safe, affordable access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion. Well, <laughs> they can't get the health care if they're not born. So, just saying. Oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry. What did she say? She said, um, I want to get it correct here because especially after the tweet, mm-hmm. and we cannot tolerate a society and live in a country with any level of pride when our babies are being slaughtered. Every woman deserves safe, affordable access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion. One of these statements don't belong. One of these statements not like the other. <laughs> Man, it's, it's just... Wow. <laughs> There's nothing. I mean, you can't even this, finish the sentence. I, who knows? I, know. I just. I know. There's no outrage strong enough uh, to express the way you feel about that stuff. It's just... it's. Incredible, mm-hmm. and caused me to throw something I was trying to grab uh, clear across the room. Well, you may go get it on accident. Me. Now, do it in a second. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Jeff in Arkansas, you're on the blaze. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm. I heard you talk about the rounding up of guns. How they say it's not going to be all right now. Yeah, but uh, I, I really believe they're going to hit different segments until they're able. One day, hopefully, not in our lifetime or our children's. Um, have total control over the people. And what I see is if this starts up, it's going to increase violence and bloodshed because there's a lot mm-hmm. of folks don't want to give up their guns. And mm-hmm. I, I know folks that have said, if they come to take my guns, I'm going to take out as many of them as I can. Yeah. I, yeah. And there, there is an enormous amount of people mm-hmm. that feel that way about their guns. Yes. Yeah. So it, yeah. You're, you're right. Appreciate the call, Jeff. And, and that's not, you know, a statement you want to make. Because nobody wants to talk about slaughtering government officials when they come to your house. Uh, it's extreme, and it's it sounds loopy and, and crazy. But when they, I mean, it will be a very bad thing if they ever get to that point where they try to take people's guns away from them. Because they're not going to stand for it. We're, they're not going to, the American people aren't going to roll over and play dead like a bunch of sheep when it comes to something like that. They're just not going to do that. Because they know that it's just exactly that scenario that they have the gun in the first place to prevent that very thing from happening. Ugh. So, wow, we have had two of the most outrageous things in the last half hour. Between that and the other thing, this Kamala Harris thing, and the graffiti artists that were given $6.7 million because a... a an owner of property took the graffiti that somebody spray painted on it without his permission. He took it off. (laughs) Would you ever believe in the United States of America? That's a thing. It's there's actually a law. I've never heard of this before. Have you heard of the visual artist rights act? Vera today. Never heard of that. But it was a landmark trial uh, in federal district court in Brooklyn where a civil jury decided Jerry Wolkoff, a real estate developer, 
who owned a place called Five Points. He broke the law when he whitewashed dozens of swirling murals at his complex. Look at them. They're so pretty there. The Blaze TV's got them up there. Oh, aren't those lovely? I mean, who wouldn't want that painted on the side of a building that you own? I just... That's incredible, man. That is absolutely incredible. So he's supposed to just leave that. So guy owns the building. Some graffiti artists paint crap on the side of his building. Well, yes, uh, uh, Keith, because that is the world's largest open-air aerosol museum. I don't know if you know that. And he just destroyed it. He destroyed the world's largest open-air aerosol museum. That, of course, is what the lawyers called that graffiti. I give up. Uh, The guy's lawyers argued that the buildings were his (laughs) to treat as he pleased. Mm, The jury decided otherwise. I mean, it's mad enough. It's bad enough he had to go to court to make that argument. And then it's even more insane that he lost. And so 21 graffiti artists are going to get $6.7 million out of this guy because of the Visual Artist Rights Act. Yeah, $320,000 each if it's split evenly. I don't know. A judge blocked. No, a judge, judge name block. <laughs> yeah, we wish, right? Because, of course, you're not going to have a no, sanity in no, this story. No, don't look for common sense. <laughs> a judge, <laughs> a guy named Judge Block yeah. upheld the jury's decision and... His ruling awarded the the artist the maximum possible damage, uh, saying that 45 of those that were ruined had enough artistic stature to merit being protected. I cannot take this. What is the guy's first name, Judge Block? Do we know? I don't know. I want to see who Doesn't appointed say. this guy. Oh, yeah, I do. It's uh, Frederick Block. Frederick Block? Uh, he was appointed by Bill Clinton. Frederick Block. Mm-hmm. Good stuff wow, there. That's crazy. So a bill signed into law by George H.W. Bush... Um, upheld by a, uh, a lawyer appointed by Bill Clinton. This awesome. is, it's, we're, we don't live in America it's anymore. Teamwork. Seriously, if this holds up, and I'm, I'm sure he's going to appeal. you got to appeal this, right? Mm-hmm. I would take this all the way to the Supreme Court. Even if I was a billionaire and I had all the money in the world and this just really didn't matter as far as you know financially, just the principle of this. So if you're the moral of the story... <sighs> If you're upset with your neighbor this weekend, go to Home Depot, get some spray paint. It's a federal law, right? Yeah, go ahead and just paint something on the side of your neighbor's house. Except don't. But, I mean, don't. you know, <laughs> except but don't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got Brad Staggs on the line. Oh, Good Tell us about it. An- Brad? Yes. Hey. Uh, I, I'm sorry I couldn't be there today. I, I just... Uh, I had to come downtown. We're actually at the top of Reunion Tower. Huh. Uh, it, it's a brand new um, art facility here. It's, it's, a, it's an art museum, a, a wax museum. Oh, it's. Mm. I mean, wow, it's fabulous. The, the, some of the artwork here is just. I mean, it's amazing. So it wait, is truly amazing. Wait, wait, what kind of museum is it? Uh, well, I'm telling you, it's a it's a, it's a wax museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, everything here is uh, is is apparently well. For instance, this table. This ta- let me just. This table doesn't. Uh, it's very archy looking. Doesn't look real sturdy, and it kind of sags just a little bit in the middle. Mm. I mean, but it's a, a kind of a, a statement. There's a lamp over here that's made apparently out of white, but they say we can't we can't put a bulb in it because apparently it will 
melt, and it looks uh, hmm. oh, it's looks a wax a little, museum. Looks a little a wax museum, yeah, yeah. And there are cookies here. What is cookies? Hmm. The cookies are the wax. Don't eat the it tastes a little funny. I'm not sure. I, hmm. wait, wait, everything is what? Everything apparently here is made out of earwax. Okay. See now. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. It's hold a really, on. Hold on. Really long way to the well, but thank you. I've got this. Yeah, you're you're welcome. You know, uh, like, take your earwax. Ninety seconds to kill. Wait. You just have to take your no. time. You can't. Brad? Run straight to the finish line, Pat. No, uh-huh. no, no, no. Take your earwax, wipe it on the side of some random building in downtown Dallas, mm-hmm. and then apply for federal protection. Done. <laughs> well, right. we could do that. Uh-huh. We could do that. And here's here's the problem with the earwax museum. Apparently, but, uh, no one no one has, has shown up. No one has, <laughs> has come to see. What a stunning surprise! Any of the uh, huh. any of the artwork in it. Are you saying then the earwax is unwanted? I wonder what you would do if you've got a bunch of unwanted earwax. What could? It's funny you'd say that, Pat. Uh Yeah, I mean the bottom line is earwax is gross. So you know you really don't want to sit at a desk or use a lamp or even eat cookies made out of it. Mm -hmm. You want to get rid of it, and you want to go to usewaxrx.com. And if you use promo code radio, they'll even give you free standard shipping. You won't even have to come all the way down to Reunion Tower in Dallas. (laughs) the Earwax Museum and Art Gallery to pick it up. They'll bring it right to you. How amazing is that, huh? What a deal. What a deal. Use <laughs> WaxRx.com. Promo code radio? Yeah, that, yeah. that would be it. I'm going to go back and get the cookies here. They do it a little funny, but what the heck, you yeah. know? I don't want to think about this anymore. Use WaxRx.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. On the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. I got this tweet. It's okay for them to show autopsy photos to shock people, but not okay. Sure, show the guts and gore of abortion photos, of course, right? Uh, GD Chapel says, but Pat, to the left, babies aren't babies until they become self-aware. Remember? Oh, Right, they're not even necessarily humans. And even, I mean... Uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz was asked about her own babies. Were they human when they were inside you? Well, they're human now. Should play that as a matter of fact because it's it's st- staggering, absolutely staggering. You have three children, correct? I do. What are their ages? I have twin sixteen-year-olds and a twelve-year-old. And in your opinion, were they human beings before they were born? <laughs> you know, I believe you that know, every woman has I, the right to make their own reproductive choices. Yeah. What did you believe about your children, though? Uh huh. That I had the right to make my own reproductive choices, which I was glad to have. Yeah, that's not about your children. That's about you. She's asked about your children. Which I was proud to have. So Uh were they human beings or yes, just yes or no? They're human beings today. And (laughs) I'm glad that I had an opportunity to make my own reproductive choices as a right that every woman has and should maintain. Yep. It's a a right that every woman has to continue to, uh, you know, kill babies. They still have that right. Although Kamala Harris says we can't be proud. We can't be proud as a nation as long as we allow the slaughter of babies to continue. Now, I wish she was talking about abortion because that definitely is a slaughter. She was talking about shootings, which is also slaughter, but not on the scale of abortion. 
I mean, it's that yeah, to a, a factor of I don't know. We should we should work out the math on that and find out what the factor is. Hundreds of times more babies, thousands probably. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It is uh, Pat Gray unleashed. Apparently, the uh, abortion activists right now are a little bit panicked by pro-life centers showing up on Google searches. Well, You've got to uh, be able to find them, right? According to the article, uh, an article written by Robin Ma- Marty, when women in 20 American cities asked Google where they could get an abortion in their neighborhood, the result often popped up with names of pro-life pregnancy centers along with the abortion clinics. How about that? How'd that happen? Uh, But that's really troubling for the uh, culture of death people. Jay Hobbs notes at Pregnancy Help News, Marty goes on to explain that Google uses a complex and proprietary algorithm Drawing from a variety of factors to yield top search results, pregnancy centers and abortion businesses compete on a level playing field when anyone can purchase an ad, build search engine optimization, and more. Somehow missing from Marty's reporting and that of her fellow travelers is the fact that Google prioritizes, as much as any other factor, actual feedback from former clients. Um, So they're a little pissed off that Google isn't, I don't know, somehow eliminating any kind of pregnancy center help that might actually help you through your pregnancy and maybe set up an adoption if you don't want the baby how dare they do that because that's not part of the culture of death and that's that's what they are and then they then they wonder why we have school shootings i don't know maybe it's because you guys have created a freaking culture of death how about that tony in idaho you're on the blaze hi hi pat hi um, so I just wanted to comment on the abortion issue. Um, I actually had an abortion in the early 90s, and this was, you know, way before we had access to the Internet. Of course, yep. you know, other people did, but in our home, you know, we didn't have a computer and access to the Internet. But um, I just really feel like people like Abby Johnson and those are doing such a great thing by you know, promoting the fact that you should learn about how your baby looks in the womb, you know, um, before yep. you choose and make that decision. Because we didn't really have that knowledge back then, and we didn't have the, um, you know, the access and the capability to get that knowledge. And so, you know, the clinics were not back then providing that knowledge to young people. And so I would definitely urge young people today to really you know, make that choice and have the ultrasound and see that person. Do you think that would have made a difference for you? Uh, oh, for sure. When you were 16? For sure it would have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for many of my peers as well. And so this is just something that, you know, I want to voice now because I feel like it's very, very important for the younger generation to really understand what the choice is that they're making and the other options that they have. And, you know, it's not a black and white issue. Appreciate the call. Thanks a lot, Tony. Uh, TJ in Florida, you're on the blaze. Hey, yeah, Pat, you know how on the Sistine Chapel, you got that nice portrait of God reaching down to Adam. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I would absolutely love to uh, support any crowdfunding or uh, getting a great aerosol artist to uh, paint that, a Jeffy version, though, mm-hmm. on the uh, house of that judge. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so tempting, isn't it? That is so tempting. What a fun, fun idea. Thanks, Teach. Of course, we can't no. condone that. No, we would never even. That would be horrible. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. What kind of freak would do that? Oh! <laughs> what kind of art do you think you want to. For the children. It'd be of 12 year old boy children. Whoa, wait a minute. I love the children. Okay. I love the 12 year old boy children. Like just like murals of 12 year old boy, boy children, children on the side of the children, house. Children, yes. Uh, that's, it's a fascinating idea. And of course, uh, uh, so, so wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's wrong. It's tell me to about, that's what I was going to say, but you beat me to it. It's wrong. It's bad. Don't <laughs> right. even, right. even think about it. So tempting though, just to prove a point. Uh, do you remember, do you remember when was it, was it Breyer who cast the deciding vote in the Supreme court upholding the, uh, um, the ruling on, uh, taking people's property oh, from the kilo or yeah or, the the kilo the the right? Connecticut thing yeah that wasn't hold on kilo. it wasn't kilo it was it, Ki- was, it was Kaiser but something ah oh, jeez I know what you're talking about um eminent domain yeah it was the eminent domain case and so he cast a deciding vote to uphold the eminent domain yeah. and they wiped out that was kilo these uh the homes of private citizens who had to move because a business owner wanted it and it was and then they never built anything there so. They started a movement to eminent domain his house. <laughs> there was a movement to try to get Judge Breyer eminent domained out of his house. And sadly, the city council didn't vote for it, but it was sure fun uh, to show him what it kind of felt like. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's too bad we can't just do the turnaround as fair play thing. Because uh, it would feel really good. Sure would. Triple eight nine hundred. But it's bad. But it's wrong. It's uh, wrong. It's wrong. We should it's, even. It's not nice. Don't even think right? about it for more than. We're better than that. A month. We don't want to stoop to that level. Mm-hmm. Is the thing. <laughs> no, because I'm. I, I can't speak for you, but I'm such a good person that yeah. I wouldn't oh, even you wouldn't, think you about of it. No, being right. an aerosol artist. Right. 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 Up there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ranleash coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. He just arraigned the animal that killed those 17 students and teachers yesterday. He's not going to get bail, surprising. Uh, There's no punishment that's appropriate enough for him Uh, in this life. Anyway, 888-900-3393. Last night, pretty exciting for uh, USA's ski team. Uh, Michaela... Schifrin did win the gold medal in her first competition. 
I think she's got either f- three or four more races. And then, of course, Lindsey Vaughn hasn't even uh, jumped into the fray yet. So this, this could be exciting for the U.S. women's ski team. That brings our grand total of medals in these Olympics up to a whopping eight so far. We've got uh, five gold, one silver, and two bronze so far. Norway has 17 medals. Six gold, seven silver, four bronze. Uh, Germany has 15, nine, two, and four. Netherlands is ahead of us as well at five, five, and two. They've got 12. Canada is ahead of us. Four, five, four. They got 13 total. Again, we have eight. eight. We're probably not even going to catch Canada in these games. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Kind of irritating. Yeah, curling the men are one and one. The women are zero oh and two. They both it, lost heartbreakers. Speaking of heartbreaking losses for our U.S. teams, the men who this year are not using NHL stars, they're using collegians. Oh gosh! So Don't, yeah, that game the is. college guys are going up against the rest of the world's professionals. Uh, yeah, and they were up yesterday in their first game against Slovenia, two to nothing. Two to nothing. Very and, late in the game and lost three two. Yeah, they pulled, in overtime. They, they pulled an Atlanta Falcons and uh, gave up two goals and then lost in overtime. That mm-hmm. was. Very tough to watch. That was hard. Yeah, that that hurt. The other thing that hurt were the women, who are one of the gold medal favorites. They actually won the gold in, what was it, uh, 88 or 92-ish, 94? Uh-huh. I don't know. I think 94. Back in the day. And Canada's won them all since. So they lost to Canada last night, 2-1. to one. But they're still in the in the gold medal run. Yeah, there was a hell we'll of see. a fight, though, between the uh, women's uh uh, US the women got in a Canadian. fight. Oh yeah, it was. Really? It was. Uh, I didn't see that. It was a lot of fun. Huh? And um, yeah, we got to tweet that out. We're going to tweet that out under okay. at Pat Unleashed. Be, be looking for that one. Uh, it was. Uh, it was a. It was a battle royale. Meanwhile, the North Korean cheerleaders continue to be the highlight of these games. <laughs> <laughs> They're shuttled at the Winter Olympics from venue to venue, and interestingly, mm-hmm. kept under the watchful eyes. Of a group of guards. No, wait, what? Mm-hmm. North Korean, like, secret service are there watching their every movement. Uh-uh. It's interesting to note, as celebrated as these girls are, 22 in the past, 22 of these cheerleaders are have gone to labor camps for whatever they did during their cheerleading wait. time. It's, it's a, Say that again. 22 of them have gone to labor camps. For something that happened while they were supposed to be cheering mm-hmm. for North Korea, for for uh, for the fatherland, you know. Uh, an older man was spotted sitting next to the squad during the Olympic Games. He's believed to be the team's supervisor for each of their outings. Uh, Daily Mail approached the leader of the troop at the all-Korean female ice hockey match against uh, Japan, but but they were turned away. So I guess you can't even interview these girls. Uh, the group of women are based at an obscure and guarded resort located up to an hour and a half away from the main hub at the games. Uh, and the resort base makes it impossible for them to be carefully watched. A necessary measure for the oppressive regime uh, that has had cheerleaders not only go to labor camp, but also uh, at least one of them has defected to South Korea in the past. So they're trying to prevent that, obviously. 
But wow, isn't it great to have the North Koreans there? Oh, it's such a mm-hmm. a sign of peace. It's so wonderful. And it's clear they just love life. Oh, they sure do. And they had the uh the is it the pair skating? They have a North Korean skating pair and all they did was rave about these two. I mean, oh, good. they could do no wrong. They finished, I think, 12th or something. Uh, but, man, they were the most wonderful. And isn't this awesome? And, hey, isn't this a sign, really, that North Korea is joining the community of nations? Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad so for them. And wonderful. I'll go back home and uh, just keep so loving glad. life. Did you see the uh, Chinese skater with the blue tongue? That was fun. No. He got a Chinese figure skater. He's got a blue tongue. There it is right there on the Blaze TV. He must have been sucking on a like oh. a popsicle right before oh, yeah. they went on and uh, right. got caught. That was fun. And then you got the German uh, skater who was caught picking her nose after her deal. And uh, Oh, no. That was good That's times. That's unfortunate. So, um, but, hey, <laughs> uh, I think uh, the sister, though. Did you see the sister of, of the North Korean leader? She was given the stink eye to our vice president, put him in his place. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> hey, she's, the, uh, she's got all the charm. Of a, uh, of a, uh, you know, of a, of a, uh, of a, you know, uh, of a, you know. Uh, anaconda snake, maybe <laughs> those are pretty charming, right? Charm. Yeah. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't take any more. Oh, they're just propaganda. celebrating them like crazy. They're just playing right into their hands. It has really spoiled these games. And, and you know what else? This Adam Ripon is pissing me off. Of course mm-hmm. he babbled and I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but babbling about how it's all about the games now. You're the one that gave it the name the Olympic Games. Oh, G-A-Y-M-E-S. Gay Games. Rimshot. It's hard to take. It's just hard to take. Nobody would have cared. Nobody would have paid any attention, but it was he who made a big deal out of it and attacking our vice president and doing all that. Now, all of a sudden, no, no, I want this to be about my incredible skill. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the Olympic Games continue, uh, which is is fun. It's going to be great when Michaela Schifrin and Lindsey Vaughn are in a an event together because they are the two best probably in the world, and they're on our ski team at the self same time, which is highly improbable. It's oh, a yeah. once in a ge- generation kind of occurrence. And don't forget, we've got the uh, the the Tongan guy from the Olympics uh, a couple years ago in Brazil. Yeah, he's the, the topless he's guy. Remember going that? topless? Yeah, so he carried out the flag down in Brazil. Right, because he's sexy, right? And it's okay to say sure. that about yeah. a man. But he's if, a dude. You, if you would have noticed what a girl looks like, mm-hmm. you are Hater. such a hateful, sexist pervert. Hashtag me too. <laughs> His name is Peter uh, Tawafatofa. Yeah, nailed that. Patatofa Fua. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, he's going to cross-country ski. Uh, he has two immediate goals okay. when he competes. Because Tonga, you don't really think of necessarily as a winter sport type of country. It's not a winter country like we talked about yesterday? Not as much as you might believe. You know, being as they are in the South Pacific. Okay. Uh, anyway, he says when it comes to competing in the cross-country, uh, his first Olymp- winter Oly- Olympic Games... His goals are not to hit a tree and to finish before the lights are turned off. (laughs) 
finished before the lights are that's really good that's like that mexican skier from the calgary games i was telling you about um oh yeah where it came in an hour later yeah that was uh let's see so he's gonna try to be roberto alvarez let's see if he can beat his time just write this down y'all it's uh, three hours, 22 minutes, and 25 seconds. So 322.25. If Mr. Tongan beats 322.25, he'll have accomplished a big goal there. Also, aliens could trigger an apocalypse here on Earth without even visiting our planet. Sure. According to a new study by scientists in Hawaii, Wait. claiming E.T. could send humanity a message, a message hiding malicious AI. Wait, What? We should consider deleting messages, he says, from aliens without I mean, even reading them. Because if you open it up to read it, yeah, that could be the AI thing that is this like kills in, us all. Intergalactic spam? What are we got <laughs> happening here? Are they even sending us messages? What are not we- that I'm aware of? I think that would be a pretty big deal if yeah. they did, right? But we, you've got to be prepared <laughs> sure, for okay. all these eventualities. I stand corrected. Not only do these messages have the potential, he says, to contain AI that can shut down power systems, opening can also alert aliens to our whereabouts. Well, we've already done that with Voyager, which is out there broadcasting and claiming who it is. And it even gave the coordinates of where we are, by the way. Oh, goody. It had a map showing, here we are. Come see us. <laughs> Come see us soon. You know? We'll, we'll cook, cook up some grits can for we just, you. It's not too uh, late. We could just send someone run out there, grab it, and bring it back, you know, since well, they... Well, since it's about 5 billion miles away now, maybe oh, it might take a while. So that ship is literally sailing. Yeah, it okay. literally has. But he says, uh, the scientist, such a message cannot be decontaminated with certainty. Technical risks remain, which can pose existential threats. I'm really frightened about this now. Uh He's opened up a whole can of worms. So this is like the equivalent of like if a Nigerian prince reaches out. So like if a... um, If there's a galactic Nigerian prince, uh look out. Like a Neptunian Mm -hmm. prince... The researchers say a bug hidden in the message could wreak havoc with all our technologies here on Earth. They also claim aliens could send messages such as, we'll make your son go supernova tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Can they really? We are giving a lot of credit to some beings that may or may not be trying to reach us and may or may not exist, but continue. Got to be prepared. And is this really something they would bother with if they're so technologically advanced? Hey, let's really screw with the Earthlings. <laughs> Look at this. We're, I'm going to send a message. We're going to make their son go supernova tomorrow. <laughs> Do you think they will believe it? <laughs> yeah, look how stupid they are. Look at this technology. That's true. No, that's true. Uh, We're pretty stupid. Look, at they got people like Kavala Harris, who's the senator, saying that, uh, you know, they we can't be proud if we're slaughtering babies while they're slaughtering 62 million babies. (laughs) You can't get any more stupid than that. Send the message. You're right. The research paper written by two researchers in uh, Germany and Hawaii explains that based on what we know about being cautious with reading alien messages, (laughs) we should adapt our own transmissions. As we realize that some message types are potentially dangerous, we can adapt our own peaceful transmissions accordingly. We should certainly not transmit any code. Yeah, and don't geotag your signals to space. You're right. Apparently. And you know what I'm not going to do? What's that? I'm not. I'm no longer sending my social security number into space. Not oh, going to no, do it. You've been doing that? Yeah. I didn't even you... think about identity theft and fraud from aliens. You know that could happen. 
(laughs) (laughs) That might be something LifeLock can't handle. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know there's a guarantee on alien spam. Stephen Hawking also believes we're playing a dangerous game by trying to contact them at all. That is kind of true. If you think that they could be sinister, mm-hmm. we're taking a big chance by giving them a map of where we are. Mm-hmm. Hey, here we are, by the way. And uh, keep in mind, we're super primitive compared to you guys. Yeah, but again, uh, look at who we elect as our leaders. Mm-hmm. And it might be time for it might just be an time. alien intervention, actually. Uh, Hawking also believes if aliens discovered Earth, they're likely to want to conquer and colonize it. Uh, Hawking and billionaire Yuri Milner have their sights set on finding alien life. Now the first results from a $100 million breakthrough listen mission to uncover signals from ET have been released. If aliens visit us, the outcome could be much like when Columbus landed in America, which didn't turn out well for Native Americans. Mm. Okay. Oh, jeez. So. We got to get into that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling the dice, Pat. I've already sent out my message to the aliens here on the back of my computer uh-huh. and it just i'm just saying come on and send help come and visit send help and stay triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more pat gray unleashed coming up pat gray only on the blaze radio network Here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, the suspect whom we're not uh, uh, we're not specifying who he is. We're not going to say his name and play that game for him. But he's. I, they say he had serious mental illness his whole life. And somebody brought up where is his parents? Well, his parents sadly are dead. They've been gone for a long time, and he lived with foster families or something, right? No, he was adopted. Yeah, adopted. And now he's been hanging out with friends here the last since November. Okay, so the parents are off the hook. That's for sure. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and of course the mocking about thoughts and prayers when it comes to shootings like this. They're just out in the open now on the left. They they openly show their disdain, their disgust, their hatred for faith. And people of faith. And a good example of that is Shane Morris, who is actually a candidate for the Senate. And I it's kind of amazing. He's he's a Senate candidate in Tennessee, which is a pretty faith-based conservative state. Mm-hmm. And yet here's him here he is sharing his disgust in a sarcastic way uh, over thoughts and prayers. I, th- I think you'll readily get uh, exactly what he thinks of uh, thoughts and prayers. Except for the fact that... Oh, okay. Yes, I see. It's muted here, but... Uh, so maybe I'll unmute it and you'll be it's able gonna to... It's going to work out well for him. Yeah, it's going to work out. Uh, I was talking to some Republican friends, 
And um, we were talking about the most recent school shooting in Parkland, Florida, that's uh, mm-hmm. going on right now. Yeah. And the good news is thoughts and prayers stopped the entire shooting right in its tracks. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have to worry about guns anymore because we have thoughts and prayers and none of this is ever going to happen again. So all those thoughts and prayers, yeah. they Isn't worked. Funny? <laughs> uh, nobody got injured. Nobody's going to die. And uh, in fact, when you pray a whole lot about it, guns actually just stop working completely. You can stop bullets with prayer. Yeah, I know. It's crazy that... Uh, you know, I, I didn't believe it myself, but I talked to some Republicans about it, and they assured me that thoughts and prayers are all we need to prevent gun violence. Uh, or- what a moron. What an absolute... It, first of all, it's not funny, and your little routine is ridiculous, and you're not making any sense, because nobody said it stops bullets. Nobody has said this is going to definitely, definitively stop everything. How about praying for comfort for the people who've been affected? The thoughts and prayers that that maybe it won't happen again, that we can be protected from it. I mean, should we, we should work as if everything depends on us and pray as if everything depends on God. And that's, I think, how most people of faith live their life. Sure, we have to do what we can. Absolutely. But you don't think God will help us somewhere along the way? Guide us? Certainly guide people in Tennessee not to vote for you, you D-bag? Yeah, um, I hope you can uh, live without that um, mm. that uh, Senate... Uh that that uh, yeah the Senate seat yeah the, the what you got to pay to you imagine the, the application fee really you want to be elected in Tennessee and you're mocking people who pray to God that's not just Christians by the way that's Muslims and Jews uh, pretty much everybody who believes in God prays to God yeah I can't see even Democrats moving him through I would hope not so um, but I don't know I don't have a lot of faith in Democrats anymore certainly not the <sighs> leadership. They're, I mean, rank and file Democrats, the people of the country. I don't, I don't know if they're just not paying attention to who these people are they're voting for, or what. But I mean, Republicans, we've had, they've had their own issues with voting for people as well. So, you know, yeah, maybe the aliens will come back soon. Even Megyn Kelly is in on this. She, her thing today was that uh, the NRA is too powerful. Politicians are too weak. I mean. Really? You're going to jump into the NRA nonsense? Megan Kelly is you're a Are you going to tell us that the NRA is responsible for this? As if a few hundred thousand dollar donation to a campaign fund to the Republican Party, as if that will convince all of them. Yeah, okay. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that we never solve the mass shooting incidents. I'm going to make sure on behalf of the NRA it's just that people who are members, and there are 50 million of them, by the way, 50 million members of the NRA. Why are they members of the NRA? Because they believe in gun rights. And th- those are the people who are not committing these shootings. <laughs> I would hazard a guess that not a single one of these mass shooters has been an NRA member. What do you want to bet? But she said there have been at least 12, at least 12 school shootings in America so far in 2018. That's just a flat-out lie. And I can't believe she's perpetuating it. It's February 15th. We're averaging one just about every three or four days. How we doing, America? Everyone okay with that? That's just asinine. 
really, really disappointing. Really a shame that she's getting into that. Obviously, nobody's okay with that. Obviously, nobody thinks that's a good thing. Plus, the statistic is not real. There have been two of these actual shootings, two, in America this year. Too many, but there have been two. Stop with the 12 or 18 or whatever that figure is you're preposterously trying to push. She says, I don't believe in a single one of these politicians. I don't believe any of them have the courage to, it takes to actually push through gun reform. Wow. No gun reforms are getting through. They're not. And most of the ones that will be proposed in the wake of this shooting will be utterly meaningless and wouldn't have even arguably prevented this killing. The NRA is too powerful. Our politicians are too weak. And the guns are too ubiquitous. All right, Megyn Kelly, what's your solution? Hmm. If you want meaning, what are you talking about with meaningful gun reform? What is gonna, what's going to fix it? Help me out with that. A stat they never talk about is while there is a huge proliferation of guns here, there's 300 million, it's more than any time in the history of the world, obviously. While that has been happening, at the same time, gun violence has dramatically decreased. Dramatically decreased. There's far less murders than there used to be in the 80s and 90s. Far less. So there must be something other than the proliferation of guns at the heart of this issue, which is what we've been talking about all day long today. And you've got even people like Megyn Kelly who are falling into this crap. She says, let's face it, it's not all on the politicians because we, we the people, are the ones who hire and fire these people. So if we don't get serious, neither will they. And the way she wants us to get serious, I guess, is to what? Disband the NRA? Uh, Give up all of our guns? Let's just do a voluntary turn-in of all our guns in the country. Is that what you're advocating? Will Will that solve the problem? Of course, the answer is no, it will not. Uh, but it's it's just really sad to see her falling into this trap just because she's at M- NBC now. I don't know. Yeah, she may be in survival mode at this point. It's possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. 888-900-3393. Hang on to that number. Use it tomorrow, and we'll uh, talk more then on Pat Gray Unleashed. Also, in uh, about three and a half hours, you can enjoy our TV program, our new TV program that I'm a part of, The News and Why It Matters. It's coming up later at 5.30, and we'll see you again tomorrow. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.